I was just telling Bob, I said, could you imagine if Todd actually lived close and was a part of this every week in, in person? Bob's like, oh, dude. So he, he would have uh, probably put a hot tub in your basement, a humidor, <laughs> dug a deep pit, built a wine cellar. Oh, this isn't deep enough. We're going to go a couple more feet down. Exactly. <laughs> Some creature comforts. Exactly. A Peter Piper pick Peppa and run right round. Humpty Dumpty fell down. Welcome to the latest episode of Schnozcast number 158 for Saturday, June, June, January. Starts June, with a yeah. J. 29, 2022. Uh, this is Bob, joined by my phenomenal co-hosts, Corey Slesky, Nick Bader, Todd Dillon, and special guest, James Krabby Pappas. Gentlemen, how are you? Top of the evening, sir. Krabby? What up, though? Welcome back, sir. Thanks for having me back. Good to be back. Todd Dillon? Shazam! <laughs> Switching up, I see. I like the switch up. Uh, all right, so let's just jump right into it, because uh, I feel like we got a lot to get through tonight. So, Corey Slusky, how are you, sir? Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I can see you wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes you got to keep Corey on his toes. <laughs> Plus, last hey, time he told late. me he, he told me announced. he told me he wasn't waiting for me. Wow, I, I wasn't the trigger for that. So yeah, I'm like, All right. so I thought you learned, but apparently not. I don't learn. Corey. He was he was fifty <laughs> fucking two. You don't learn at fifty two. Did you hear that? He was winding up that hay too. He was re- really yeah. ready for somebody to please somebody. There was look a, at me. there was a bit of indignance mixed in there too about like how dare he go into housekeeping? I haven't got my <laughs> oh hay out yet. <laughs> and you're fifty two. You forget shit after fifty. Hundred percent. I was forgetting shit at thirty two. What's your name yeah. again? <laughs> Not James, I can tell you. Uh, that, it looks but. like uh, Nick brought a friend over tonight. <laughs> not James. <laughs> it's not James? No. Jimmy James? It's Jimmy. Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was James for like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> for 30 seconds? <laughs> you're saying your legal name is Jimmy? Legal name is James for about 30 seconds, though. We got written on that card, and it's never been said again. So. Now, what? And Dimitri, J- Dimitri, or Dimitri, if you want to call me my Greek name, Jimmy. Bob, you are so shocked. You have a son named John that you call Jack. No one calls him John. Uh, yeah, his mother does every now and again. Yeah, when he's in trouble. Your mom, your mom said does your James mom... when she was when you were in trouble, didn't no. she? No, absolutely not. Really? No. Hey, hey, fucko, <laughs> put that down. <laughs> no, full fir- full first and middle name. Really, James David? Yeah, okay, so, well, so it was a part of it. Yeah. Clue. So okay. she would yeah. use James. Yeah, that still counts. Yeah, nice no, try. Hundred percent counts. James. She never said James. No, see, I'll she just did say James. She said James <laughs> or James David. James David, and it was always, wait till your father comes home and I do whatever right. she said. That, so that is a for the slippery rest, slope to be clinging on to there. For the rest of the night. J- oh, I'm not clinging. JD. I'm sitting there surfing without grabbing on anything. It's <laughs> James think, David, not James. You would James. think that we weren't happy to have him back the way that he's being treated now, but we are actually happy to have him back. Welcome well, back, It's great to be back. We, <laughs> Even got, it makes no sense. <laughs> we got you, Krabby. This is just to make fun of you the entire two well, hours. Well, it's uh, great to be here. Hey, I, you know what? I would let you do that, Corey. The shit you got to take from this crew the entire time, I will let you. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. Absolutely. Hold on. Wow. I've never heard any shit given to DT. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't give the, the Taoist tortoise too much. 
Not not too I, much. I, I dare say some of that's self inflicted. No, and and there's there's reasons. <laughs> I agree. But. There's there's reasons why. If if one of us is laid into the other too much, we'll hear about it after the show. So yeah, oh, we've yeah. learned our lessons, yeah. you, and that goes around the whole circle. You can cut a man down to size, but there's going to be some blowback <laughs> yeah. later on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining us. You can find us here every weekend. We're published on Fridays, so please find us out on the streaming services, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, or anywhere else we can get a podcast. Give us a like and subscribe so you'll know when we launch the episode and release it to the world. Mm-hmm. Out on social media, you can find us out on Instagram, on Facebook, and YouTube at Schnozcast. And uh, if you consider yourself a writer, you can... Send us an email at schnozcast at gmail.com and give us a request for your relationship advice. Oh, man. If we, if we <laughs> oh, had a yeah. relationship advice segment that was hosted by Krabby and Todd. Oh, God. Oh. Divorce rate would go up I, to 60%. I, actually, I smell a, a, a huge, <laughs> I smell a, a, a huge uh, partnership there on, oh. on TikTok between you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to iron that out after the show. Or you can also call or text us at 618-SHOCKER. Oh, the shocker line. <laughs> <laughs> it's got sauce on it now. Yeah, it does. That has some zip. I, all I was just I was just thinking about uh, how interesting a rap battle would be between Todd and Krabby, like an old school. Oh, it wouldn't, oh, wouldn't no. last long. I got game, but it's it's short game. Yeah. It's, it's not a long game. Short yeah. game. I only got a few. That's what the ladies say. Sprinter, not a runner. A well, I, let me let me play. Hold on, let me play you some of our theme music, and maybe that you might you might come out on top. <laughs> It'd be a very Run DMC heavy too. By my <laughs> hold on, where's the where's the Funko this button? <laughs> And again, Corey, I heard the short game. I'm Greek. There's no short game in my in my ethnicity. You, just, you can ask around. <laughs> I, didn't, wow. I, was, I was not the one that said that. That was Bob. Corey. That was me. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Corey. It wasn't me. It's like a nice hat, Bob. Watch Sorry, Corey. Say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, Krabby, you got a uh, you know, box sitting over there by your feet. Yes. I'm going to pick that up. Uh, yep. Pick it up. That's the one. Uh, it op- open her up. Uh, Krabby has been one of our biggest uh, supporters, uh, and not just as a guest necessarily, but in some of the ways that are that we really need support, which is, um, you know, suggestions for how to improve the show. Critical uh, analysts. A lot of which we've implemented, and I, and we all think has made us a better show to this day. So, Got a poop knife, Corey? No, right. <laughs> I was going to say, I do have a knife. <laughs> I know you do. That's not a knife. So we wanted to get you something from the show uh, just to say thanks, and because it was Christmas recently. Oh, uh, thanks. So, yeah. Even though you couldn't make it last week, but I guess we're still giving you presents. Yeah, that was the booster shot that did me in last week, unfortunately. Who wrapped the damn thing? Get to it. <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant ideas I had while drinking bourbon. Outstanding. All right, so for the audio listeners, it is a... That's to you, Krabby. It is a... It is a book that says, Brilliant Ideas I Had While Drinking Bourbon. And I can't I can't hold out till later to... No, no, you got to open it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going in. <laughs> I am Did opening. You, do you think it's someone else's brilliant ideas while they're drinking bourbon? Oh, this isn't all mine? It's pretty thick. I figured it was mine. It is I yours. I thought you guys just recorded it. <laughs> 
Oh, damn it. I thought they were already in there from the things you've heard me say over the past. Oh, man. Now I just write them down. You're just going to write them down. Right. You're going to take them when you go on the road. Outstanding. Outstanding. And you're driving with one hand on the wheel. Sorry, your knees on the wheel and the other hand with a phone and your and your right hand holding a hey, Chipotle order I've and done. eating while you're driving 75 I've done it before because back in the day before there were GPSs, that other hand had a Rand McNally road atlas in it. <laughs> one of those hands is going to have to have a feather with some ink, so. Yep. Put that uh, inkwell right in the cup holder, yep. and you'd be all set. Are you kidding me? By next week, I'll have this turned into an app, and I'll just be <laughs> doing it with voice. I'm Perfect. telling you, I will set you up with the finest seagull feather. The finest? <laughs> One with some real color on the end of it. Right out of your backyard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Thank you. Thank you, guys. The finest Dearbornite seagulls. Oh, yeah, I love it. Flying rat. Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding. We knew you'd like it. Oh, that's great. All right. Made my night. And I think I'll have a drink of bourbon. Oh, let's do that. Uh, so, what are we drinking tonight, fellas? New mini segment at, at Krabby's suggestion. Uh, Krabby, you, you got what? I have a fine eight year Jim Beam Black on the rocks. And is that so you don't have a shot separate from that? That is just what you're. That's what guzzling. I drink. Yeah, that is the shot. All right. Corey? Real quick to clarify. So, you have a <laughs> bottle of Maker's Mark in front of you and a bottle of Jim Beam. But I'm drinking the Jim Beam. So you're drinking the Beam and mark the Maker's Mark is for shots? No. No, no. The Jim Beam Black I left here last time, and oh, I okay. know that this place does like to consume some alcohol, and there are people mm-hmm. that come over to consume alcohol. So I wasn't quite sure if it would still be here. Corey, it's, so I brought a little. It's, it's kind of like if, if you put a full pizza on the table in front of you and just eat broccoli and look at the pizza. And you're like, oh, this is del- this is going to be delicious. It tastes like Maker's Mark. You're just fooling yourself. This is what he's doing. I get it. I get it. Makes sense. <laughs> That's the backup. That's like, you know, the backup parachute when you're skydiving? That's what it is. It's you're supposed back- to be a backup when you're skydiving? <laughs> That's the backup. Okay, Corey. No, no wonder why it was a cheap skydiving uh, adventure. I, other than uh, a two-foot stepladder, I don't think you go any higher than that. So I don't think you should be I'd talking. go skydiving. No, you wouldn't. In a heartbeat. Your I, knees I buckle never. looking off the side of a building. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah you would go skydiving? <laughs> yeah, because I know I have a parachute. Do you? It's a whole different Hold on. If you went to the top of a building with a parachute. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be fine. Well, then, okay. Then that's the only thing that was missing, Nick. No, no, a parachute. no. I don't that buy or, it. Or I need to be secured to something. I, like a, I don't buy it. Like a burly dude, man. I've, I've been parasailing three times. Mm. You are a goddamn onion, Corey Slesky. So many layers. I try. Yeah, and the more well, I so open up, the more I cry. By the man, oh, 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 oh. By the man just, just a pay, pump the brakes and make him wear around all the time. And That's, parasailing, <laughs> dude, parasailing ain't even close to skydiving. Andrew no, over I'm, water. I'm talking yeah. about. I'm, I'm referring to the the heights aspect of it though, because I've, I've and just to your point, skydiving is not like standing on the top of a eight foot building or parking structure. So eight foot. Yeah, not, I'm sorry, eight story. Not many people live inside of it. Eight story. I'm like, I'm like I don't think you're going to be able to skydive, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a bad idea. Uh, Todd, you should see it. Eight foot ceiling. Todd, after the drop ceiling and the carpet, you really don't have much room in there. <laughs> My bad. I don't know, but Corey, don't skydive. I'm just, I'm just I don't see how that ends up well at all. I, I said I, I would love to, to go skydiving. Yeah, don't do it. I could just see too. I could just, I could just see too. Corey's like, don't do it. Yeah, this is amazing. I got got a really good deal on this one too. This company doesn't get a lot of business, so they're doing a sale. 
It's where that one parachute comes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they give it to you halfway down. Yeah. <laughs> give her more gas. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, it makes sense, though. I, I can see Corey nuts to butts with another dude jumping out of a plane. <laughs> Nothing you haven't seen before, Todd. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know I if our relationship before, segment's going to be very good, Todd, to be honest with you. We may have to X me on that TikTok. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine the, uh, like the, the, the scary flatulence that Corey would let out going down, though? That poor man. That's Dude, that was my booze news. Strap behind him. <laughs> oh, they scared it right out of me. I'd be good. <laughs> he wouldn't smell it. It would just whiz right past for. his face. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You should do it on the day of your wedding. Oh, yes. yes. I dive right down do into it. the church. Yeah. Yeah? All right. I'll work that out somehow. Yeah, We'll have a backup. I mean, you got to nice. do something for this wedding, right? And it's Other a church, so they, they can open both doors. Oh, sweet. As long as they can open both of them. Well, I'm just seeing I was worried only one was going to open. A target, back. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And worst case scenario, they have a wedding and a funeral. Perfect. Two for one. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Because Danielle doesn't care who she married. She's getting married that day. It doesn't matter. Something's she happening that all day. Something's going to happen. Married that day. I do not doubt that by any means. <laughs> Wait, is that when the best man's supposed to, like, slide over into place? Because, hold on. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure uh, she. You could see Danielle's yeah. little bulging bicep as she carried Corey, and there was light beaming underneath the gummies that he was wearing that day as he, she drug him down to the aisle. All right, let's uh, let's do a little booze news. And now it's time for booze news. <gasps> okay, uh, I know I got one. I'm going to dish it off to Nick uh, when I'm done. So mine is uh, how an apartment balcony became one of Italy's best known stages. Uh, in Italy, uh, early in 2020, uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, there were some videos that flew around the world of Italians coming out to sing on their balconies at the start of the pandemic. They were... A lot of them were made to stop by the government, but uh, but unlike them, uh, Christian and Spada have survived and they've thrived amidst the pandemic and the legal challenges that have threatened to silence all musicians. Uh, they uh, in Italy have turned they first turned their balcony to a stage more than ten years ago. So way pre-pandemic, they were already doing this every Sunday afternoon. They would go out to perform their own unique punk opera mix or to host local other artists. And it started as a fun experiment for them, but it became something much more for the couple and the community around them. They would get thousands of people that attend these concerts over the last decade, and they uh, their apartment looks out into um, in, into a little square. And the only way that you can get into the square is to knock on the door. So you have to be in the person. You have to go at the allotted time every every Sunday, and they'll let you in one by one, and the, and the square just fills up, and then they do a 90-minute show. So... It was, you know, a simple event that started pre-pandemic, but then it sort of became something that was an institution to the, to the local community uh, in that neighborhood. <coughs> right before the pandemic, they were fined more than $1,300 for exceeding the decibels allowed in the area by singing too loudly. Uh, so they, they fought it. They were charged by the city prosecutor's office for disturbing the public peace, which is a crime in Italy. Uh, and then they paid a fine, but, uh, but they continued to, to do it. It was just somebody who was complaining. So finally, uh, when the when the pandemic hit, they decided that they needed to keep this going. And they have a lawyer who is who's helping them out. A lot of their neighbors came forward and said, you know, hey, this is a victory for our 
community. Um, having a singer as, as a neighbor is valuable, just like having a neighbor who is a dentist, and that's how the Italians look at it. They've been supported by concert goers as well as other musicians, artists, poets, writers, and intellectuals in the city. And it, it's become a very important project uh, for them. So there are a lot of videos that you can go and see uh, out on YouTube. You can search for them and underneath Spada, S-P-A-D-A, and Kristen, C-R-I-S-T-A-N. And they're still doing those Sunday concerts today. And they get tons and tons of people who flock to the courtyard to, to listen to him play. That's a business of the week, fellas. That's it? That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Because you started by saying, uh, I got some booze news, but I'm going to hand it over to Nick. When I'm done. I and said. then you, oh, okay. <laughs> Followed right. it up with the words, when I'm done. Uh, it must have been and like. And that launched into talking. It must have been like, when I'm done. Anyhow, uh, yeah, so that's booze news, apparently. Um, so I have a booze news as well from NPR. This actually happened last February, but as we are on the coattails of February, I thought it was uh, interesting to uh, read about. Three dead and hundreds injured after storms rouse scorpions in Egypt. Three people are dead and hundreds are injured after inclement weather roused hordes and hordes of venomous scorpions out of their hiding places and into the streets and homes in Egypt. Vicious rain, dust storms, and snow in the southern city of Aswan uh, at that time, this says last week, drove out scorpions as well as snakes. This is like my worst nightmare. (laughs) Al-Ahram... A government-run Egypt newspaper uh, reports that three people have died from scorpion stings and 450 people have been injured by the stings <laughs> thus far. BBC News reports citing an unnamed health official. Uh, those who have been injured are being treated with antivenom in hospitals as well as in medical centers that are located in some remote areas, even called doctors who were on vacation to help treat the influx of patients. In the meantime, residents were being asked to stay inside their homes Ashraf Atia, Aswan governor, also limited traffic for some time, closing local highways to prevent accidents due to people skidding on the dead carcasses of the scorpions and snakes. <coughs> uh, scorpion stings can be lethal, the Egyptians had said, uh, and uh, the fatal scorpion species found throughout northern Africa in particular has been described as one of the most deadly in the world um, in that specific region. I thought that was kind of crazy because uh, I I think that would be enough for me to move. So enough to move. The story would have read if I lived there for one minute. <laughs> but if you thought that was bad, when when a man named Todd Dillon burned down the entire city, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I was holding myself back. I'm like, no fucking way. I'm like, the first time I saw a scorpion or snake in my house, I would burn that fucker to the ground. And if I saw a scorpion going into my neighbor's house, I would repeat. <laughs> so, so Todd, when, when I went down to the Keys with my family, I think I was like, I don't know, like 15, 16, something like that. And uh, we stayed in this house. And, you know, the whole house is white. And our whole family was staying there. All the windows, all windows, white tiles and you know, it was just, you could tell it was a, a summer location house. And uh, it was freezing inside, but it was like 89 degrees and humid outside. So within like the first, I think, six hours of being there, um, I was kind of tooling around the house and I picked up a book that was in like the little book cubby next to the couch. And it's like things to watch out for while you're in the Florida Keys. 
And it's like tarantulas, scorpions, snakes. And it's going through. I'm like, tarantulas? They have tarantulas? <laughs> and my dad, being honest, able, you know, he's like, well, you know, it could happen. You know, of course they're here. You know, he could have just said, no, 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 you're not going to run into any of that. So that same day, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at all that. I, I go back to the room and, and you're having to close the doors as quickly as possible because chameleons run inside the house every time you open the door. Oh, yeah. Run up the yeah. sides of the walls, which I was okay with that. We go in the room and I go to move my suitcase and this cockroach, about five times the size of a normal cockroach, <laughs> with antenna that were probably about six inches long. Sitting there smoking a cigar. Two, two of them. Skirt, hey, how's it going? Two, two of them. <laughs> you know there's a covet charge. <laughs> two of them scurry out from under my bag, and I fucking lose it. I'm like, what the fuck? They're in here. My dad's like, oh, those are palmetto bugs. Uh, I, we had them when I was in the Navy when I was stationed in Florida. And I'm like, so basically the long and the short of it was they are just large cockroaches. And I'm like... Calling it a palmetto bug is not going to sound any sweeter. <laughs> Softens so, the blow yeah, a little bit. So, it actually does soften it a little bit. So, so I remember, like, I'm like, I, I just got to I, I gotta go out outside. So I went outside. We did a little fishing. And we we're on this canal. There was a berm, and then there was the ocean. So we're going through all the if, if this, then that uh, with my dad, as I normally did, because I asked a lot of questions. And I'm like, Yo, do you, so the sharks aren't in this part of the water right here right he's like well, it could be it's, it's considered brackish so really you could you could have sharks and alligators and i'm like oh, oh did, my did god you get entertain every question you had and i'm like way? so then the sharks well, are out son. there but they're not here anything's possible <laughs> so we're catching these little tangs and stuff like that and we pull in a barracuda and teeth are all out and i'm like so i'm right almost at my boiling point of being scared you know did he follow that up with oh it's just like a muskie back no home. no <laughs> and i was walking back inside and i remember i was swimming in the pool and i was walking back inside and i had bought like some scuba diving fins and a snorkel mask so i had the snorkel mask in my head and like dripping wet got the fins still on and in the rocks next to the house the white rocks next to the white house because it's a big summer house um there's like one of those fishing crabs like in the rocks, like those rubber ones, you know? So I'm like, oh, why would someone leave this here? You know, I should probably take it next to our fishing rods and stuff, you know? So I got about halfway leaning down halfway to, with my arm out to grab it. And it must've only been one of my dead relatives were like, all right, I know we're not supposed to intervene, but I'm going to have to say something here <laughs> because all of a sudden I just heard stop. <laughs> in the back of my head and i was like stop and, stop what you're doing because you're about to ruin yeah and the hairs on the back of my neck just stood up and i was like oh, let me just test this out and i tapped it and the tail went up on a on a diagonal and it was a fucking black scorpion and it the tail went up in the arch and it started running and it came towards me with the big pincers and everything. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so my my brother ended up coming over and uh beating the crap out of it with a fishing net. Yeah. Um yeah. And so I was up till probably three in the morning that night and I had every pair of socks that I brought on vacation on because I was so afraid <laughs> to put my feet. Because I asked my dad, I said, do you think any of that stuff could be under these sheets? I mean, if it was under my bag, he's like, well, it's a possibility. 
yeah, he paid for it that night because he's like, just fucking go to bed. And I'm like, you're the one that told him, just say no. There's no possibility at all. So, so, or say, just look. Is, so literally, for me, for me, similarly, uh, when I if I'm in a state that has scorpions or anything like that, and I'm staying in a hotel, I will take all the sheets off that thing to make sure that there's no Absolutely, Todd. Any of Todd, I am 100% <laughs> with you, brother. When I'm I traveling, I do the uh, same the, thing. It, the the partnership is back. Yeah, but TikTok you know, is back. Exactly. And if I and if, if I see any index or anything anywhere near my hotel, when I go before I go to sleep, I'll shove uh, toilet paper in my ear holes. <laughs> so that way, at least I won't go insane because some crazy bug w- rolled into my ear. I'm freaking ugh. snakes, bugs. I, in my defense, in my bad. defense, I had no clue. You know, you think of Arizona, the desert, things like that. I had no clue there were scorpions in Florida. I'm like, oh, my God. If there's anything that could kill you, it's in Florida. <laughs> I can just tell you. I've been going there all my life. Not only my in Florida, it's in yeah. Australia, too. And, bro, I will tell you, I've been going there for, I'm 49 years old. I've been going there minimum once a year since I was, like, eight. And the only body of water I've ever been in is a pool. Because I ain't going in any of that water that's well, there. Su- surprisingly <laughs> enough, um, he somehow convinced us, because we wanted to go snorkeling in the ocean, to swim across this 20-foot canal, walk over the berm, and go into the ocean. Yeah. And I remember thinking about him. I asked my aunt, I'm like, how come you never went? She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, yeah. She goes, now I think back on it. I, why did I let my my brother and take not only his kids, my kids, through this thing with crocs and or alligators and, and not on your life, brother. <laughs> yeah, not on your life. Yeah, we did it because we were idiots. Anybody water in Florida? Yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm not, I'm not afraid of sharks again, but gators for sure. I can't put people water ski out there. Uh, I'm telling you, man, to go across this green canal that was about twenty to thirty feet long just to get to the ocean. After him saying it's brackish and this could be in it, and yeah. pulling out barracudas and knowing there there could be sharks. I don't think my fins touched the water. Yeah, I was the yeah. first one on that berm. <laughs> Bro, I knew I was a critical thinker at an early age because, you know, the first thing that I thought about that ever going in that water was, fuck that. I got freshwater oceans in the summer. I'll go in <laughs> up in the Great Lakes here. I'm not going anywhere near that water there. Anything that can eat me, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. I'm always like that till I get there, and then I'm like, ah, it's just like, uh, like Michigan. Yeah, I know. And then I think back on it, I'm like, that was stupid. Why were you in that water, you know? I've been to every beach in Florida, and the furthest I've ever gone is my ankles. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, I, I've been, I've been scor- uh, snorkeling in uh, Mexico, and uh, Mary and I actually saw a barracuda. Now, I was, for for a moment, very, very concerned, because they're like, oh, they're shiny things. At that point, I, had, I was wearing a gold necklace in the, <laughs> in the ocean. I'm like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> On the backdrop of a black man, so you know for sure it's exactly. going gonna, gonna to shine. Exactly, <laughs> it's exactly. not going to blend. It's not going to blend anymore. Yeah, and yeah, it was really I'm scary good. when I looked when I after I came out of the water when I saw it, and I, and I put my head back in to figure out where it was, yeah. and it was gone. I'm like, oh no! That's the beauty of YouTube. I want to see all that shit. I bring up Jack Cousteau videos, and I will watch that shit. Oh, it ain't going to happen. Ain't going to happen. I I just have a general rule. You know what, man? We've grown up in a tough area. Lasted this long, I'm not going to do something that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's many times I could have bit it. From, I'm not hopping in there with something with teeth that's taking me out. Forget about it. You sure? Positive. Fair enough. All right, moving on. Well, that was a lot of flashbacks in that story. 
I'm like, and now, where? And now we're, and now we're, think, we're back in the going? We're back in the present now. Yeah. Hold on, before we go, yeah. <laughs> you asked me what I was drinking, but what are you drinking? And what are you drinking out of? Uh, I am drinking out of a uh, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon Goblet, uh, a chalice that I bought today at the antique store. A chalice, a chalice, <laughs> the cup of cup of kings. Uh, and I am drinking uh, uh, blueberry lemonade shandy. Oh. Ugh. You're buying your glassware from an antique store? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me you were a little short? <laughs> Take this 50. Where's the blueberry lemonade chanty from? Um, I, I picked it up. It was like a pick six, a six pack at the store. But um, I mean, do you know what the, I mean, who makes I it? I, uh, the can's over on the top of the fridge. I'll look on the break. And I'll, I'll, Sounds update, horrible. I'll update the world. <laughs> the world? No, it's a great, it's a great summertime beer. Yeah. And I think I was feeling no, nostalgic. It sounds horrible. <laughs> it's not summertime. Well, Blake's makes a good blueberry lemonade cider. Blake's, um, so I was wondering. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I've had that from Blake's. It's good. It's very good. It's not too sweet. It's just a hint. Okay. Yeah, it's really so, good. So, Krabby, you know when he first started drinking that? This? This blueberry lemonade shandy. You know what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're taking you back two years ago when Bob was to kayaking. The, to the Dewey Slopes of two years ago. Kayaking <laughs> down the Isabel. We got to the darkest, blackest part of the river and the deepest part. And Bob was pouring I've some of his... Part. Bob was pouring some of his icy cold shandy and enjoying the calm waters with a cigarette under his lip. And he took the cap off of his Yeti cup. <laughs> and uh, this was on the, like, the back side of the trip. And uh, as he went to pour, all of a sudden you heard, Wah! and he just looks over the side of the boat and you're, Boom. And, yep, and here it's gone. Just instantly disappears into the black abyss. This Yeti is like a brand new Yeti too, and the the screw, oh. the screw cap just and you could tell he kind of like he kind of like inched over a little bit. And then I said, "What, what are you? What are you gonna do?" He's like, "It's gone." I'm like, "You're just why don't you do?" He's like, "Dude, for the past like half mile, you've been checking the depth with your paddle." And your arm can't even touch the bottom. He's like, I'm not getting that. I'll just have to get a new one. Yeah, I looked over and all I saw was. And that was it. <laughs> yep, that's gone. Yeah. Corey, would you have, if that was yours, would you have dove in after it? Oh, you better believe I would I have. I feel it. like I could see it. That's why I was like, is the reaction, that was a pretty good. Uh, description of how Bob's reaction was because I totally visualize it. Oh, and the it, first thing I thought in my head why was, "Why don't you go into the into the reaction that Corey would have if he go into it, and how long that would have taken, and what you would have been told to do at the end of that?" <laughs> well, I, I I will tell you because I know uh, intimately what would have happened because uh, on the back side of the Huron River. Wait, hold on. <laughs> going back to a year ago, on the Huron River at Kensington Metro Park, I was with Corey, and it was just him and I going for a nice leisurely trip down to Huron. Um, I know many people have heard the story, so I'll keep it as short as I possibly can. But uh, we started the trip, and we stopped at a campsite right when we were feeling pretty good. Uh, the sun was setting. We had done it before uh, going down the Huron, so we, we knew what to expect. There was no exigence. We started a little bit of a fire. and right as we were, what before? Uh, had sex. <laughs> and I was just saying, I was waiting for, for a second there, I was listening. Yeah, I yeah. was listening, and if you, if you, when we replay this, mm. I just want you to to listen to what you just said. <laughs> I said we had done it before, and I caught myself. I said, "Go down the Huron." 
But anyhow, going down the there, yeah, there was a lot of going down, a lot of going down. Yeah, exactly. So we get to we get back to the kayak, and uh, Corey's like, "Now he talks. I mean, he's had several reviews of the glasses, the sunglasses he buys, and how how much he loves them, and they're you know the company will do all this great stuff for you. They fucking buy you a car and all this stuff. Tickle your but, balls. Yeah. You got it. Yep. But he's like, oh, where where the fuck where the fuck are my sunglasses? And I'm like. It's like demanding someone else to remember something you can't. Like I never understood that. Like, oh my god, what's that one? That one thing, and then they get pissed at you when you don't remember it. It's like you can't fucking remember it. How do I know where your glasses are? So he's he's getting all upset. So we look all around that area, through the woods, everywhere we can't find his glasses. And I'm like, I don't know where you put him, man. But you know, we're burning daylight. We got to go. So we go to get in, and he takes like his anchor and moves his little anchor over, and we both got new anchors in these bags and stuff. And so I sit down in my boat. And he's like, "Ah, oh, ah, oh, fuck! Where, where's, where's my fucking anchor bag?" I go, "What? My my anchor bag?" I go, "Corey, the anchor bag you just had like two seconds ago as you were getting into your kayak." Uh, I'm really getting fucking pissed off. Uh, uh, where the fuck is my uh, fucking glasses? I mean, that's bad enough. Where I, I'm, I'm gonna find this fucking anchor bag. And I'm like, you just, did you drop in the water? No, I, I, I didn't fucking drop it in the water. I'm like, oh, my God. So I start flipping through songs on on my uh, little speaker, and I'll say, he's like, ah, ah, got it. I got it. I just had set it over here. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't set it anyway. It, it, it actually had floated down the river a little bit. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. It was down because I remember I found it down in the bushes. I don't remember that. but so I don't remember that either, Corey. So, yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, because you wouldn't have let us leave. Yeah, because exactly because it had floated down the river like. 10 oh, did feet. you see it? Yeah, I oh, saw okay. it hanging. In, in, yeah, I don't remember going down the river and then you seeing it. So you must have saw it. And yeah, said, all right, let's go. So, so that wasn't <laughs> bad enough. So we we get in the in the kayaks and it's right about, it's right about um, like sunset, you know, and uh, so Corey is in the boat, you know, wearing his normal gear, his flip flops, he's got his bag, he's got everything. So now it's we're coming around. Minus my sunglasses. Yeah, minus his sunglasses. He's got his anchor, wet anchor bag now, and we were we kind of underestimated uh, how much left we had for the river. We'd done it before going on the river. We had gone down the river before, Todd, and uh, so so now it's pitch now it's pitch black, and we're coming around this like shallow, and Corey's feeling pretty good. And I was feeling okay, but he was feeling pretty good. And I remember we stopped for a second, and uh, maybe I was feeling pretty good too because I was picking up clams out of the water. So, <laughs> and uh, I was harvesting clams. <laughs> and sometimes I clam and scallop. And uh, <laughs> so all of a sudden I, I hear like a good clam every once in a while. Yeah, all of a sudden I hear, and I'm telling you, we can only see the lights from our boats or our phones. I mean, it is so. There's no ambient city light. It is so dark. And all of a sudden I hear. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm like, what, what, what is going on? My flip flop. I don't know where my flip flop is. <laughs> I said, what? All right, my, I'm fucking so done with today. I'm fucking done with this shit. And he's got one leg out of the boat and like one leg still in the boat. And I'm like, did you, why did you take your flip flops off? I didn't. I said, so you're wearing one flip flop? And while you were in the boat, you lost the other. I just, I don't, I don't fucking know where it is. First, my glasses, my anchor bag. 
I don't know where my fucking goddamn flip flop is. And I'm like, so I, I now at this point I, I'm in hysterics because I'm starting to laugh because I'm like, so he turned into, there was so much, there was just enough uh, booze that he got slightly dramatic. And he's like, that's it. That's uh, fine. Uh, I, I'm just going to do whatever you got to do. You go, just leave me here. You can go and take off. And I, I said, leave me here. I go, excuse me? And he goes, I'm done. Dude, I will, I'll fucking sleep out here. I am not leaving this river. I will not lose my flip-flop. That's the final straw. I'm not going to fucking leave this river. And I'm like, do you think it got stuck? Like when you stepped out in the mud? No, I didn't fucking step out. It didn't get stuck. I'm not leaving without this flip. I said, Corey, it's a foam flip-flop. It is probably a hundred miles down the river by now. I don't care. I, I, dude, I, I understand that you drove to, and I, I get uh, you got you got to go. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> fucking leave me because I'm st- I'm not leaving till I find this fucking flip flop. Leave I'm no like, flip flop behind. I'm I like, like it. I like it, Corey. Okay, I already like, lost enough that this day. This is very. <laughs> you fucking lost a lot. I am not losing again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna win something. Damn it! And it wasn't physical. The things you were losing. <laughs> and, hey, Corey. Don't ever lose anything around me because on your first say, leave me behind, you'd have been left in the dust. <laughs> you would have seen, like, mo- okay. seen, seen the moonlight bouncing off Todd's head as he rounded that riverbed. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I decided. Todd, Todd just leave. Todd, Todd, Todd <laughs> fucking flip flop. Todd, I am talking to you. <laughs> Todd! Stop paddling away. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I decided to hang out there with my buddy. I had nowhere to go. And. And I did a couple extra shots, and uh, I'm like, I'll go back to clamming and scalping. And then uh, I'll bring my oyster to the party. Right as I forgot, you know, that five minutes had passed and, and gotten into the fact that we were, we were going to hunker down for a little bit, he's like, all right, we can go. I go, what? I found it. Like, was it, was it in your boat, under, like under your bag or something? No. No, we can go. It's time to go. I'm like, it was, where was it? It was, it was in the mud. <laughs> like... So you took I want your- to show you something. This is my shock face. Oh. I said, so you, took your, you took your foot out. You put it in the water and it's stuck in the mud. And then I asked you, is it in the mud? And you're like, no, I have absolutely no fucking way it's in the mud. So, so, so yeah, tell the, t- the sailor. So what Nick did miss on that one is I did. I lost the second flip-flop when I tried to get out to find the first one. I did not see that. But I found that one very quickly. But I I, did, I I saw there was a w- little white line on the foam right around the, the outside of the uh, flip flop. There was there was just enough sticking out, and when I looked down, my headlamp just happened to hit it the right way, and it was literally I mean maybe a, maybe a half an inch of of that that much was sticking out right there. I, I, and, I had already <laughs> declared that all was lost. Leave me here. <laughs> Leave me. I'll just live amongst the woods with the with the other creatures. <laughs> yeah, so, total so, loss. So for the next day. <laughs> I was still pissed about the sunglasses. He was so pissed. I drove back out there and talked to some of the rangers. They actually told me where I could go park, and I had to walk like 45 minutes through the woods. He did. Because you, you could Corey Slasky. You could. You, uh, sunglasses. Seen in them? So I think you know I, the ones I'm talking about. I walked all the way through the woods in the rain. It, it was, was a very overcast, disgusting day. It was a shit day the next day. The, be- the day before was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Next day, terrible. Walked all the way through the woods, got to the campsite we're at, looked around for about another 45 minutes to an hour. I was like, okay, I, I don't know what happened to him. I'm, I'm definitely now giving up. Uh, I'm like, but while I'm here, I'm going to go over to the river. 
I'm going to step in the river for a second. I love being on the water. So at least get a little enjoyment out Taking of this. Taking a dump? You know, I, walked, I walked down to the dock, and I just happened to look off to the right where we weren't even at. Guess what was sitting right there? My fucking sunglasses. Flip flop. Several months later, he lost him again. And then, and, and then, and then we were up in Oscoda. I, I tipped. They went off my head, and I completely lost him. And I took his advice that day when he said, just go ahead. I'm looking for my sunglasses. I'm like, you got it, buddy. Learn my lesson. Yeah. All right. We got a shot sitting here. So please join us. If whatever you got close within arm's reach, Grab a shot glass and pour yourself some of it. So, Todd, you got a, we got one ready. He's ready. I got one ready. Here we go. Hold on, we gotta let we gotta let everyone know what we're doing now. Uh, we are doing a shot, a Schnaska shot. Yeah. And what what shot are we doing? Uh, oh, this is Revel Stoke uh, apple whiskey. So uh, th- on this end, yeah, on this, this side of the room, Revel Stoke uh, Canadian roasted apple whiskey. I gave Corey uh, butterscotch. My Dr. McGillicuddy's butterscotch that I know you guys will not touch. So <laughs> I just had one. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I don't mind the butterscotch. Oh, motherfucker. No, I can't do it. I, Gross. I didn't grab it. He no, I don't. Got I, it for me. No, I, that's I feel like he thought he was like, oh, that, I got, I got, choke this you one could buy an oak, I got a lot more today. You could so. buy an oak barrel okay. of that and leave it in the basement. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. Might have to do that. I thought it was good. What do you got, Todd? Brown sugar bourbon, baby. Fantastic. Brown sugar. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Salute. Salute. Shazam. Revel Stoke. My mm. Canadian friend, how I've missed you. Mm. That's good. It's not bad. That's good. God, that's good. Bob did say, he goes, hey, man, I'm going to get the Rebel Stoke this week. And I'm like, yeah? He's like, yeah, I mean, we, we've had a lot of fireball in like the last three weeks. And we had already agreed that we weren't going to do that. Yeah, he goes, and we, we were trying to get away. I said, yeah, in the first week we started going back on fireball, you were like, Man, I'm so glad we had a nice, calm week. Nothing happened. Nothing broke. I said, things were breaking because we were drinking moonshine, whiskey, and high-proof beer. I said, sometimes you got to chill a little bit with some fireball. Was that the night the table uh, tipped? That was was the night the the table tipped was the first night with the keg at 6.9% per beer. I had had brought that mason jar of uh, moonshine whiskey. he, He brought the strawberry... Milk oh, whiskey. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Yep. And we had another whiskey that we were doing shots of, and we had Fireball that night. So remind um, us to tell you that story. We won't rehash it on oh the air. God. No. But when we're done, they're on break. We'll, we'll talk about because you, you're going to get a kick out of that one. Literally. <laughs> it's like, yes. Uh, I know Bob all did. All right. No, I just listen to all these flavored whiskeys, and all I do is just hope one day you guys' testicles drop. <laughs> I hope it happens at some point. <laughs> I thought I was doing pretty good doing some whiskey while you were here, but oh my god, this flavored stuff! I've never felt more confident in this TikTok partnership than I do right now. <laughs> right now. Our first, I think, our first viewers, Todd, are going to be Corey and Danielle once they're married too. Though they'll be listening to us. They're not already relationship, married. Relationship advice? Yeah, yeah. They should. I will take any bit you give. Excellent. Huh. He's turned down every bit I've give. given, so. Uh, maybe you're the, maybe it'll stick from you. Well, yeah, really. Me and Todd going going yeah. by going by experience. I think I'm going to go with you yeah. and Todd. There we go. Yeah, there a lot go. of marriage there experience on Krabby's end. Huge, yeah, gigantic. I know everything not to do and screw it up. Well, Todd, <laughs> Todd, I want you, I want to dish it off to you. <laughs> Let, let's yes, do let's do a little yes, airing, let's do a little airing of grievances, sir. 
Oh, uh, a little airing of grievances. So I have to preface my airing of grievances this week. Uh, and I thought you were going to go first, Bob. But anyway, I am ready. I'm going to preface this by saying I do wholeheartedly believe and know that women are uh, equally able to men in many ways. But my grievance this week is I was watching one of the FBI shows, and one of the female detectives, uh, of course, announced FBI about 80 feet away from a perp, and then commenced to chase down an athletic young man like 100 yards away, an outrunner partner. And I can't suspend disbelief long enough to believe this frumpy detective is going to outrun everybody. And I get the criminal might not be in shape, but it's ridiculous. And, and I, I got to say, again, if you're going to have a really fast detective, can hire, get, get a real actor who's really fast, who can legitimately catch a fat perp, but don't have a frumpy lady detective run down a gazelle looking dude in a parking lot so that we all kind of say, yeah, women are, are able, women are able, but come on. That's my grievance. <laughs> okay. Wow. Where, where did that, where was that grievance born? So I was watching the show that this, one of the FBI series, mm. yeah, you know, like there's like FBI, uh, fugitive, was, was and it, there's like FBI, was international it international? And all, was it, was ahead. it misogyny? She wrote, <laughs> was that the show? I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just uh, saying, no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was clear, <laughs> it was clear that the detective at the chase would not have been able to caught catch the perp especially and again why do you why do they in these shows when the person doesn't see him not announce like right when they're behind like fbi you know then they're like one step and we got you no no they're like 80 feet behind the guy and they're like fbi freeze and of course dude's gonna run and then like i said then it gets unrealistic when i'm looking at two people running and their form and all this other stuff, and there's no way they're catching anybody, but they do. That's my grievance. <laughs> all right. I, I don't think I could top that. Time. You could have brought Joe in on that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking women. <laughs> Fuck. Oh no. Oh, no. I love the women. I love the women. Oh no. And there are fast women. <laughs> I've I've told I had to tell Joe several times. I'm like I'm like, hey man. You know, we, we kind of, we try and we're PC, but we're not PC. Like we're going to swear and things like that, but not that any one of us on the show are like, you know, except for Todd, like want to hate on women, you know, <laughs> but like, the term dirty gash cannot be said on yeah. the show. I, I'm with you. But, but, a, but a lot of times in talking with Joe, I'm like, you know, I remember one time we were, everyone had, had taken off and we were drinking and we were upstairs and I, <laughs> He's like, oh, man, you guys should have this on the show. I'm like, well, if you act calm like this all the time, maybe you'd be on the show. He's like, oh, I got a lot of good ideas. I'm like, do you? And he's like, yeah, I do. And I said, all right. So I pulled up the notes on my iPad. I said, give me some ideas what we should talk about on the show. All right. You know, got have good, he goes, good music? Yeah. I said, okay, yeah, we can talk. So I type in good music. Women? You got to talk about women. I said, Okay, but you, normal you'd think about like, oh yeah, what's the fucking hottest chick you know that's going on? Most people you wouldn't have yeah. to ask. Well, what are you going to say about yeah. these women? Yeah, but with Joe, but you know, you probably delve, delve a little deeper. It's like how a, much they suck. It's a four <laughs> yeah. letter word. Yeah. So he goes on to say like two other things, and I said, all right, well, what's number five? 
Oh, women. We're going to have to... Some fucking women, man. And I go, you you already have women women on there. Uh, you need to put it again. We got to talk about women. I'm like, all right, this is why you're not on the show, man. This yeah. is yeah. why you're not on the show. Yeah. I, he's... It's such a weird thing because, you know, typically when I think pizza, I think happy. Yeah. You know, and then, but Joe, he just doesn't correlate with pizza for me. It's like. My my grandpa used to say, never let a a day go by. (laughs) He's the pizza guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean. In, in He's it. the most unhappy pizza person I've yeah, ever seen true. in my life. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think pizza, most people, people are, man, just tossing the pie, you know? And I mean, yeah. every pizza parlor you go into, if, especially if it's the owner, like, they're just, <laughs> yeah, they're so excited. Me, I mean, I'm just, every hey. time he's on here, I'm like, Hey, you Jimmy. Good to see yeah, you. How like, you doing, man? No, no, that's the me. guy I, I buy my liquor from at the quarter <laughs> oh, yeah. store. Bob, anyway, go ahead. Off Jerry Hill? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my friend. Hey, hey my friend. Hey, hey God, my friend. God to bless you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, my friend. Yeah. Bob, Bob buys his, his liquor from a guy that owns a store who's Arabic, uh, Middle Eastern in descent, and somehow every time he talks to Bob in an Italian accent, so... <laughs> We're not sure why. Every time he comes out, Bob's like, oh. Bobby knows what I'm talking about. Depends where he's from. Bob I mean, goes he's every time I go the in. Closest hey, yo, Bob, yeah, what you doing? How's everything, hey, Bob? Yeah, if he's Mediterranean Arab, for sure. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like the Egyptians, everybody along that. Yeah, for sure. Lebanese. I would, bet, Lebanese. I would bet on the fact that Bob just can only do a few accents. Bad imitator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely it. Yep. Oh, Bob talks to him in an Italian accent. No, no, no. no that, I, I try to do as little uh, talking as possible. <laughs> just keep, it's, just like to, listen, it's like going I'm to lunch you with your grandmother. Give like, you a tip. You just can't a, just give a him tip. Any, anything. I'm going to give you a tip. Just yeah, a tip. Go ahead. Is just go, meshy, meshy, meshy. Meshy just means okay. Okay. You're just saying okay to everything. Everything you say. But hold on. If I'm a, if I'm a white guy... Who's what you are? Who yeah, never you, you said meshy to anyone. If? Yeah, and I've gone in there for years, yeah. and all of a sudden I break up meshy. He'd love it. He would. Right. He'd love. Yeah. It. Oh, absolutely. He would he, think he, that I took the time to learn, the, or you just learned it. Like somebody just told you about it. Yeah, absolutely. He, he would. He would. Yeah, okay. shukran, shukran is thank you. You know, say shukran Awi. Thank you very much. Oh, that's just, a lot of. Yeah. A lot of times when he drinks too much at my house, he gets a little meshy. But I don't know about there. I can't do the trilling. If he asks you anything else, halas. That's it. Finished. Okay. Are, I think you're. I think you have an ass kicking coming, Bob. Yeah, you, I was gonna do say. Either you no, guys. it's gotta be ecstatic. Do either you guys think he's gonna remember any of this conversation? No, 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 not at all. Yes. not at all. You know why? Because gonna, I'm gonna listen gonna, back to this gonna, on Monday. <laughs> he's gonna uh, say a word. He's gonna mispronounce yeah. it. It's something now, vile. I will. Ta- I will listen to it again on Monday, and I will take notes, and I will mm-hmm. do that all while being sober. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then forget promptly you're on true. Tuesday. Well, <laughs> go to the liquor store Wednesday. Oh no 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 no. Hey. Meshy, <laughs> you and me, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I got a good friend told me your name was Meshy. Hey, yeah. Meshy Paisan, you know, you're a couple Paisans. That's what I was going to say. The guy's like, why is he talking to me in Arabic? I'm Italian. Yeah. And I'm sure that Mashy means <laughs> right. I want to rub my wiener on your daughter's face. No, that's kind of Bob, Bob's like, as soon as I walk out of there, be, as soon as I walk out of there, I'd be like, crappy. No, I know you're full of shit on that one. Bob's like, oh, I'm just, just gonna just that one. I'm just gonna yeah. insert some Arabic and some Italian and see which one he yeah. bites on. Yep. See how this goes. Like uh Woola bro of a Phenopoly, huh? <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny is that um some of them have been around both cultures. Like there I have a couple Arabic friends that have been that lived in Greece for a while. Mm. And um and I'll speak to them in both. So and you, you are Greek, right? Yeah, I'll right. say hello to them in Greek, goodbye to them in Arabic. 
Keep know, on the toes. Same, same way. They'll be the same way with me. You know what I mean? It's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Todd, I've only, I got a couple of uh, grievances to, to piggyback off of yours from last week. So I was at the Kroger this week, and I saw two amazing things while I was at the Kroger. <laughs> I was the same way. I'm like, what? Well, Todd had some uh, interesting things to say about his grievances about people leaving their carts in the middle no, of the dude, aisle. No, the Kroger. The Kroger. I thought yeah. I was talking to, yeah, I thought I was talking to my grandparents yeah. here for a minute. The Kroger. The Kroger. He's old enough to be one the of your grandparents. Kroger. <laughs> the Kroger. <laughs> I was on the MySpace inside the Kroger. Yeah. I was on the TikTok the other day. <laughs> was picking up my cream of what from the Kroger. <laughs> cream of twat? <laughs> so I saw two things at the Kroger. Uh, this week. There we go. So mm-hmm. the first one was I saw a, a, a mother pushing a child in one of those like race car carts. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So yeah. the kid, the kid's sitting in there. So she was in the dairy aisle. She had a nice ass, so I followed her for a while. She was shopping for eggs. I was getting milk. <laughs> Damn your, yoga pants. None of your fucking business. <laughs> Damn yoga pants got me. <laughs> and she was, she was giving her daughter, she was opening up like cartons of eggs and giving them individually to her daughter to smell. Oh, that's sanitary. A, a getting approval, I assume, because she would then like take take it back and then put, put it them back, back and put it back carton, on the shelf. Take another one and out of the carton, and she was smelling individually the eggs in the carton. Hmm. So I had to stay there long enough to see. <laughs> so it was like so it was like it was like she, it was like corks. Yes. Well, no, there were any, like rolling around no, on the no. ground for like consistency or okay. aerodynamic. Damn it. But is there she, was a lot of smelling going on. Is she like high functioning or and the something good news, where I'm going to feel like an ass? <laughs> the good news, fo- fellas, is is the whole carton passed the test. The smell test. Did, yeah. Didn't put any of them back? Yeah. Uh, but they, she put, put them put all back, back in the carton and then put the carton in the cart and then she went Oh, good. so she's buying those eggs. They all passed the smell test. Any kind of sign over the carton afterwards? You know, like any... And then a... <laughs> Spinnering <laughs> Bob. I, that's why I was staying to watch. I'm like, what happens if one of them doesn't meet the smell test? I've got to see it this. Goes in another cart, smash it right on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> goes into another cart, gets squapped out. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I like it. Done. Genius. I don't, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't understand what's going on. I mean, you got to bring that girl out to your your roost there, Todd, because it's like one of those dogs that can smell cancer. Apparently, apparently she can tell which ones Absolutely. are good. Yeah. Absolutely, I can. Yeah, that, that I'm surprised Bob that. didn't Sounds grab like a dozen eggs and have her sniff them. <laughs> yeah, Bob was sniffing something else. Man, at I, I, the minute I, she I got on a plane, I didn't, say, I didn't say I was done. I do have more to tell. The minute she got oh, on oh, a plane, oh. yes, yes, Todd yes. would be arrested for trafficking. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so that wasn't even the uh, what I consider to be greatest thing that happened to me during that same shopping trip. Quick question: Yeah, a- ethnic at all, or was it just straight up white folk? Or as far as I could tell, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? What, like at, white folk. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? What, what do you, Why are you asking you, that question? If you and Todd? I are on TikTok, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, we we gotta meet before our, for our TikTok meeting. I gotta, I got I, I got questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Olive skin, brown skin, or straight white folk? That's Clarifying question: yeah. How do you identify white folks? Because I, yeah, then that's how that would go. Yeah. Uh, so no, I, well, all, all, hold, go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead, Todd. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so also I also I was there. Uh, I had I had a lady come up and approach me with my cart. I was by myself. I had food in my cart. She came up, 
she from like Plenty of Fish or something? Nope. Is there a nope. boing, did you boing, boing? That's how you that? rolled, man. <laughs> uh, she was a, she was embrace, a middle-aged em, Embrace woman. your Kavor. <laughs> she came up to the card and she Ethnic asked Ethnic descent or straight up white girl? Straight up white girl. <laughs> <laughs> embrace your Kavor. <laughs> and asked me if, if that was the last steak that they had. In the world? <laughs> Well, I assumed she met in the store, so I said, I have no idea. She's like, well, I just came from the steak section, <laughs> and there are, no more, there are no more ribeyes. And I said, well, Bob, I guess. That's, that's how Bob got a blowjob at Kroger. The last one. Bob said. No, no, hold on a second. Bob said. My it. next question would have been, yeah. do I look like I work here? <laughs> no, Bob. No, Bob said, no, ma'am, it's just the tip. <laughs> Bob said, I guess you'll have to, wink, wink. I guess you'll have wink, to look for your meat wink, elsewhere. Wink. I did it's not. the rib tip. Day. It's not the full ribeye. So all of these are great suggestions. And if I, if we were, if all of you guys were in the store with me, you'd have been whispering to me going like, oh, say this, say this. But if you're like me, when I'm at Kroger, I just want to get the fuck out of there. Even if I just walked in, I'm like, I just want to get my shit and get the fuck out of here. Which way do you Even go in crap? Is this the last <laughs> no, take? We're not, in the you're, not trying to, you're not trying to be like your parents off the progressive commercial? Joe, oh, Joe oh. and the meat counter? <laughs> quality, oh, quality <laughs> work, yeah. Dude, Bob is so helpful. What, did he just change the blade on this? I mean, look at this. When you slice the salami. Yeah, it's so thin, I, I, I can't even see through it. <laughs> I thought I bought meat, but there's this, nothing in my cart. Either. This cart kind of pulls to the left just to let you know <laughs> yeah. a little bit. No, I don't want to talk to anyone. Do you know our fans in Bali aren't going to get any of this? Uh, but they're they're listening, I'm sure, to get a flavor of American culture. This is what it's like when you're shopping at the Kroger. And <laughs> it's a grocery store. Yeah. If you couldn't gather it's that, to aspire yeah. to. This exactly. is the kind of uh, is this the shenanigans that you can Earth? expect in the Kroger, the largest grocer in America. By yeah, the way, yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me. This mm. isn't this is an area of grievances section. And should I, I should say that uh, those are two. That, that's the only grievance I had is that what the fuck is it with people approaching me in the store? I don't think. Stop, stop coming up to me for anything at all. And well, stop sniffing <laughs> the eggs. I was say, the, the, no, no, no. That's the only thing that I, that I saw in the, in the Kroger that was entertaining. I think. You I think sniff it? eggs all day long. I think Mr. Paul Harvey would want you to say the rest of the story. <laughs> that's my grievance. Uh, yeah, Bob. Yeah. Hey, not a well-formed grievance, but a grievance nonetheless. I, I do like, I, I, uh, I love the fact that you, you criticize it at the very, very end because I'm like, I don't see any grievances here. Craziness, but no grievances. Todd gives it a solid yeah. C minus, Bob. Yeah, true. No, no, solid my, my grievance at the end is, why the fuck are people approaching me in the Kroger for anything? I don't want anyone to talk to me, approach me. Speak with me. Look at me. I just go about your business, and I just want to get my grievance. Get the fuck out of there. That's my grievance. There you go. Now that's a solid grievance. Okay, Thank so you, Todd, let's get back to it. so that is an example of <laughs> straight up white problems. people. Exactly right. <laughs> straight up white person right there. Okay, yeah. that that yeah. was it right. There. What you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> going to a public place, not want anybody to speak to them. Just classic get right. example. Exactly. Bob's, Make America great again. I was like, well. <laughs> Bob's like, I may have been well, wearing my royal blue vest, but I, I mean. I was actually just thinking, I'm like, how. It did say Larry, Larry right here on the name tag. How great would it be to go into God. a Kroger wearing a blue shirt and khakis with a Kroger name tag on and look at people and be like, why are you talking to me? You? I don't fucking work here. <laughs> be a great bit. Yes, it would. Like yes, it would. That'd be a, 
might have to do that. Might be a Schnozcast bit that needs uh, to go on the YouTube channel. Um, how, okay, we could here, totally do that. We go into Kroger. How many hats do you have that that have a little uh, fitting there for your GoPro that you could all of them? That's the only answer Dude, I expected. So, so oh, we go to we go to we go to Kroger, <laughs> wearing that with the name tag. Yeah, we go to the egg aisle and we start taking all the eggs out and put them on the ground and just start smelling them and replacing them into different cartons. Yes. <laughs> One of us is going to get arrested. No. No? Maybe approach my loss prevention, but you won't get arrested. I'm going to stay at my house that day. Okay. And uh, well, can you, you guys can need you to get bailed out. Up? Oh, yeah. Assuming that you're going to make me do it. Well, you gave the story, so. Oh, well, but this is, the, that, that story's been told. It's, make, it's over now. Anybody got we a can, pen? Now we're writing our own script. Anybody have a pen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will Stand by. Hey, 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 Bob. Yeah. Actually, no, Nick, I got you. I have, so I, I have a little bit of an interject, a side interject. Thank you. Yeah. This is my first entry so, into my so book. So I was loving the idea. I'm like, hey, we should, I, should, I should get a GoPro and go and video myself. Uh, being, seeing if I'd get approached by random people at QFC or Kroger, as it is here. But it turns out I am no longer going to the Kroger uh, in my town ever again. Is this another because, uh, grievance? Grievance? It is. Okay. My second grievance is my my Kroger grower uh, named in North Bend, Washington. You can Google it. They're having a bit of a rat problem. And when I say a bit of a rat problem, people are screaming in the eyes because rats are eating all the dog food in aisle 11 every day. The rats Wait, have taken over. During the day? So I, yes. Like while people are shopping. Yeah, customers. While people are shopping, and so I have now officially boycotted my Kroger store and all stores because all of them are now guilty by association. If they can get into a Kroger, they can get into a Safeway, and so I <laughs> now off grocery stores. So what are you going to do? You're just going to subsist on eggs from your chickens? I don't. I think so. I think I'm off the grid now. Or are you just sending Mary to go get the groceries now? No, but she can't get them from. From QFC. She can't do it. Because literally the rat's ruling the roost. They're ruling the roost. And, and Mary belongs to this little, I don't know what the, I don't know the official name of it, but there's like some sort of website where all the local people in the neighborhood uh, can chat and gossip amongst oh, each next other door. around. The, yeah, the next door. door. Next door. So our, yeah. our next door site has been a buzz about this rat party going on at our QFC. And I'm like, does the manager know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so why haven't they burned that store down and started construction on a new one yet? What is going on? That's what Todd would that do. The rats burn it down immediately. Exactly. I'm like, the that's the the when you have an infestation that can't be dealt with quickly. Phase two <laughs> is quickly realizing that you've been defeated by by the enemy, and you burn the structure to the earth. <laughs> All right. That's in Sun Tzu. <laughs> I, we're quoting the art of war in yeah, your review say, of QFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to be honest with you. I thought Bill Bradsky before the art of the war. <laughs> Bill Bradsky was the son of a bitch. <laughs> Best damn salesman in the office. Slept with all our wives and punched us in the face. And I love him. I once sat in a parking lot with Bradsky until they constructed a bar around us. I once saw him scissor kick Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I want to be your dear friend. <laughs> I want to be your dear friend. <laughs> oh, well, that's as far as we can take that. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. No, we can go further. There you I, go. I know you can. Mm-hmm. We won't. Not advising to do so. No. Why do you mock me? Me? I did not. You mock me. I can if you want me to. <laughs> the very moon mocks me. TT. <laughs> Striking first. All right, let's uh, get into Little Gentleman's Agreement. No, it's the MF and Gentleman's Agreement. Oh, done. You've heard that song before, but it, it's totally different hearing it in your can. That's the thing, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah, it's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's start with Nick. You had to watch Rooster Cogburn from oh, Rooster. Greg? Why, yes, I did have to watch Rooster Cogburn. Bob, thanks for asking. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I I saw the the movie that, uh, the, the previous movie. True Grit? The precipice, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Sure. Let's go with that. Um, yeah, I watched True Grit. Um, it, it was very confusing because I remember at the time that Bob had, um, Greg tried to assign me True Grit, and Bob's like, oh, no, no, no. Or tried to assign me Rooster Cogburn. He's like, no, 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 why don't you do True Grit first and Succession? I had no clue about the movies. Um, so I watched true grit first and then greg's like oh have you seen rooster cockburn and i'm like yes bob's like no you haven't how did he say that have you seen rooster cockburn (laughs) and and bob's like no you haven't and i'm like dude i i absolutely know that name rooster cockburn i know i've seen them he's like no that's because he's a reoccurring case yeah i'm like oh okay 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 so um yeah i mean I feel like I have less to say about movies that I really like, and I just probably enjoyed it way too much. Like, if it could be a movie that just went on, like a series, like I, I told Mike this, if this could be like James Bond, where it just goes on and on and on and on and on, that'd be amazing. Like, if John Wayne never died. But yeah. I feel like that they started the character of Rooster Cogburn a little late in John Wayne's life. Um. Because they were even making shots about his age in Rooster Cogburn. Like, oh, you can't even close your vest. Your stomach sticks out further than your belt, you know, and all this stuff. He's like, why don't you watch your mouth, Judge? You know, whatever he said. But, I mean, the long and the short of it, if you haven't seen the movie, if you like Westerns, it's great. I want to watch it right now. I want to go back and watch it again. I want to watch True Grit again. A Gren. A Gren. It's it's amazing. I didn't realize how much of a fan of John Wayne I was. I know I like westerns, but um, yeah. And, Actually, and it's, the next thing you should watch is the remake of True Grit, where Jeff Bridges plays the part that John Wayne played. I hate Jeff Bridges. Really? He looks at him all the time when we're down here. Oh no, no, no! But he's an actor, so he no, doesn't play that. every part it's, like it's, the dude. It's a joke. It's a joke. Okay. Now I'm sure he does. I would love to see more stuff of his, but. Um, I have seen on, if that's what you're talking about, the thing that's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it is. There's like a super like newer version of True Grit that I keep seeing advertisements for. Is he still sick? Oh, that's a great, Corey would probably know more than anybody else. It's kind of saddening, so I haven't really kept up with it. Ask my uh, friend Google. He's going to Google it. So Um, when did his version of True Grit come out? uh, Probably five or six years ago. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say it didn't look that old. 
No, but he 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 definitely is a, a you know in the same vein like a crotchety, um, hard living Rooster Cogburn in in the movie. It's it's very well done, um, but I would say you know the 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 fact that you watch True Grit and Rooster Cogburn, I thought I thought I read that Rooster Cogburn was the last role that he played before he died. What? John Wayne, yeah. He wasn't that old. Um, what did he die from? I mean, colon cancer. Did yeah, he really? actually yeah. inspired me to do a yearly <laughs> cleanse and take probiotics because really? they found an autopsy. They found 50 pounds of undigested shit in his colon. Wow. Yep. Thanks for listening to the Shazcast, everyone. <laughs> so, so he probably wasn't really putting on weight. Well, he was, it was that's probably, probably just... a teaser for his pick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, we're all glad you liked it. I'm going to speak for Greg and say I'm sure Greg would love the fact that you loved it. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. So uh, moving down the list. Uh, Real quick. Yeah. In remission, he said COVID was worse than any of the cancer treatments that he's had. Remission, that's great, though. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Godspeed, Jeff Bridges. That's awesome. Uh, Corey, you had to watch two things. You had to watch the correct Grand Tour from last week, and then correct. I assigned you In a World. In a World. So, yes. <laughs> I, I, I will start with that, since Nick hit the nail on the head uh, with In a World and, and how he did the voice in such a Don LaFontaine fashion. Uh Son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't connect the two until I started the movie, okay. and then I realized it's kind of a it's a look inside of a voice actor's career. Uh, so looking at it's the daughter of a famous voice actor, uh, and she's trying to make her her own path, forge her own path in the industry, and she <laughs> whatever you were just doing really distracted me. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Oh, Nick. What did oh, I do? Right. <laughs> so, like, oh, this? Yeah. Something. Oh, it's the table. Yeah. All right. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> so, that's going to look great in the video version of this podcast. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's about her trying to forge her own path and and taking her her dad's same route of being a, a voice actor and doing introductions and things to movies uh, without trying to give too much away. Uh, there's a lot of like. I feel like they were kind of touching on the old Jeffrey Epstein uh, kind of controversy that was going on with him uh, in the movie with how her dad and Gustav acted. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, I guess I could see that. So, yeah. So, I, again, I, I don't want to give too much away because so, I, I definitely want people to go watch the movie. Um, but it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like a taking over of, of the reins. Uh, and she, her dad did not believe in her, but she, again, not to wreck it, uh, she, she continued on, and, and she does what she needs to do to, to try and go and get to her dad's level. So I strongly suggest you go check it out. Uh, great flick. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I honestly thought I was taking a, a big swing with this one. I, I wasn't sure that you'd like it or not. Right, Lake Bell is a great actor. Um. There was there was some other uh, Nick Offerman's in it. I think I I think I asked you. I'm like, 
at, at some point in the last week, I think I texted you or, or asked you when I saw you uh, how much of a fan you were of Wet Hot American Summer. Yes, because there's yes. a lot of lot of actors from that series. Oh yeah, in the movie. And, and I said Nick Offerman. Although I will say in the in in a world, uh, Nick Offerman without a mustache, not a fan of. <laughs> yeah, Nick Offerman is probably feeling. The yeah, same it way. was it was very awkward seeing that, but yeah. Other than that, awesome flick. Uh, absolutely recommend it. Go out and check it out. All right, I feel uh, this is you got to spring my step now. I do, I can't. Believe I hope so. Like that. Yeah, I'm very very happy. Hopefully not a spring that makes your leg go six feet up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about that. The night is young. <laughs> the night is young. Uh, I also had to watch the actual episodes of the Grand Tour, yeah. not Top Gear. Right. Funny enough, all the same guys in Top Gear are in Grand Tour. Oh yeah. Uh, although they take they yeah. just, they basically take Top Gear and take it on the road to all these different places, in this dude the opening episode, the, oh my god, the production behind that isn't it Jesus Christ what, it's it, overproduced it's so overproduced <laughs> yeah, and then in the in the scenes where they're actually in this tent it's a, it's a massive army tent, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a it's a building in itself. And they always have these picturesque views out there, the windows behind them where they're sitting at the table. My first thought, I'm like, there's no way. There is no way that's the actual view out there. (laughs) And I actually put it in my notes as a question. I'm like, is there any way if we could find out if that was a real view or not? But in like, I I got to like episode, I'm on episode seven now, I think, because I've I've continued watching it. Uh. And they actually do go like go up to the window. You can actually see like where the tent is, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> they are really at that location. <laughs> they spent a lot of money. Uh, and I, I, one of the the funniest parts of the show, uh, was with when they're having their celebrity guests on, and they always <laughs> incur spoiler alert uh, a horrible sort of death. <laughs> yeah. And some some of them are they are the actual celebrities, um, like Johnny Carr. Like they actually had a, a shots of him driving on a jet ski until he met his demise, <laughs> yeah. and he never came on the show. He but he was actually there to film his demise. It was one of the things that I really liked about the show was that conceit of we've got this famous guest here they come, where, whatever wherever they're looking out the window, whether it's across the desert plains or across yeah. like a <laughs> a, canal. a harbor. Yeah, that they're trying to get to the show, but they're not going to make it for one reason or another. And uh, I thought it was really entertaining that part of it. Yeah, so it, good show, man. Oh, uh, it's, yeah, I, I like it. Cracks me up. The who's the tall, the tall British guy? He, he always has something to say. Jeremy he, something. Yeah, he he just cracks me the fuck up. Just am I, his. Am I right about that? His, yeah. his deadpan British humor, like, is the only downside was listening to them was like listening to Mike. So right, right. But they're funny. They well, they're actually funny. Yes, yeah. Jeremy so. Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. I like him a lot. So yeah, great pick, man. Awesome. Todd Dillon, you had Murder Among the Mormons. Yes, sir. From Nick. Yes, and problem it was late in the ball game. Because remember I asked, like, oh, aren't there explosions in that thing? And I, no, there's no explosions, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, uh, Corey assigned it to me. I saw it. Oh, like, was literally it Corey? Like no, I did. Seconds. I, I assigned it to Todd oh, months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So Todd reached so, reached out as far as yesterday and, yep. and said, sorry for the late notice. La- I think it was last night, actually. And he said, it was. Uh, sorry for the late. I was late in the game. Sorry for the late notice, but I've already seen oh. this. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Cop to it. What did you watch instead then? So instead, so Bob had watched something from your list that I hadn't seen. There's a thing that in, in the uh, you have a lot of good stuff on your list that I want to see. Of course, I fucking kept, do. Not Bob's list. <laughs> well, my it's list. things that other people have assigned to you, you dope. Uh, anyway, oh. uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. You said my you said wait, my list. Is this I Bob's was... list or mine? <laughs> it was Bob's list. I assigned you, you anything. Okay, what I did understand you, what, that, what but you haven't seen anything. What did you watch? I watched. Uh, Don't fuck with cats. <laughs> that is the okay. All right. Okay, Todd. So I think the reply text said, "Find something on my list you haven't seen and watch it." Why would I can't? Uh, ass- I thought that was from Bob. <laughs> I assigned you Murder Among the Mormons. Who assigned it, me Dave Under Threats? That. Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we have a good review coming up, boys. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I can even create good reviews without assigning the movie. This is fantastic. You see what you've done here? Oh. Nick Vader, you've created oh, no. you've hold on. a bigger hold monster on. than we had hold before. Hold on. Hold on, hold the phone, and I hope I got my own track. I have not given a review of the movie that I haven't seen that I've clearly disappointed Nick because I'm sure I've seen everything on your list. But so I totally screwed up again. I thought, Bob yeah, sent you, back you owe me, you owe me another one, actually. <laughs> I do because I've no. never seen Don't Fuck with Cats, oh, so that doesn't no. count. Oh, no, I know. I, I, so I, Nick, I owe you another one. Well, while you're not talking, oh, Nick, you better start looking. It. Oh, this is gonna take me weeks. <laughs> All right, Todd, sorry, go ahead. Yes. So don't fuck with cat. And now I because I'm like, yeah, Bob had that. And I, for whatever reason, it, I kept getting around back to it. So again, spoiler, spoiler free. There's a, it's the doc. It's a mini documentary series uh, about the cat, the uh, famous ish uh, guy who is a, was want to be serial murderer, just want to be famous uh, from Canada uh, who actually, was killing cats, and that's why the, the the title "Don't Fuck with Cats" because as, as serial killers do, they typically start with animals. Uh, and his first thing was he posted a video of a snuff film with kittens. Uh, and I think I remember Bob gave his critique going, even if you don't like cats, that's there's something sick about just deliberately doing something that despicable to a living. But uh, yeah, I, I concurred. I gave the, I actually gave the documentary a solid C. Uh, and I gave it a, a C because I thought it really, there was a lot of important stuff missing. And especially if you're doing a, a document, a mini documentary series, uh, they didn't have to go to a whole another, didn't even need a whole other episode to actually clear up some things. I also thought that the police force across the world looked totally inept, uh, across the board. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then I think just overall, I think the overall production of it was uh, so solid C. Uh, I don't know that I'll watch it again. Uh, interesting in that that was a that was a story that never ever made my radar. Uh, which again, coming from Michigan, typically things that happen in Canada, even if it's in Montreal or Toronto, uh, we're kind of privy to because Canada is like America's little bro. But solid C. All right, I'll 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 I I guess Corey will take the C. <laughs> yes, I'll take the C. Yeah. <laughs> Solidly average. Corey, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I shoot for the middle board. Well done, sir. You know. Sorry, 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 Nick. No, he's uh, he's working hard on trying to is, get you at an alternate pick is for, what for it this is, week. What it motherfucking is, Jimmy. 
Yo. Last time in October, you had the outpost, and I cannot recall. I did. Nick it was Nick, it. as I recall, mm-hmm. yep. that assigned it to you. It. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hell yeah. So, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, can you give us like 30 second synopsis of it and a review? What did you think? Um, so, it was a true story um, about a outpost that was in Afghanistan, and it was more towards the beginning. No, I take that back. 2000. Nine it was in a really, uh, <clears throat> it was in a valley below a bunch of mountains and a really, I mean, just a hellstorm, a horrible setup by the, um, the generals that had planted that. And, um, so it was a story of it. It was a story of the guys that had to deal with the shit when they were there, um, all the way through to when it closed. Um, and it was based off a book by actually Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper wrote a book um, on it, and it was based off of that. Um, and it was fantastic. I would give it an A plus, best so Agreed. far out of all the gentlemen's agreement that I've watched. I, wow. I haven't assigned you anything, obviously. I was going right. to say that's only the third thing you've been assigned. So <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, excellent. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. Yeah, Greg had given it to me, and I gave it such high accolades that I'm like, this is. Yeah, it was very, very. I mean, it was. I thought it was moving. Did, you know. And I thought they did a great job. Did Greg give that to you? Or I thought I did. No, Greg gave me the outpost. Well, but but who gave it to Krabby? Nick did. I did. Yeah, yeah. Nick did. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought I thought I, I, I was going to say I know I gave one, I thought I gave one the uh, Afghanistan. Uh, actually, I take that back. I gave I gave uh, Nick American Sniper. I think. Oh yes, right, yeah, yeah, she did. Mm, yeah, 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 back yeah. in back in the same month, back in October. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's what that. But Outpost was the movie. I think you gave me Outpost, and or maybe again, I knew I thought, but that was going to tip me to, to give you exactly. American Sniper. Mm-hmm. Already. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, yeah. So solid. I would solid A plus. Yeah, it was You're, excellent. You only gave it a grade. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked it, man. It, I'm giving it again. I get it fucking was, rudely interrupted from some dick in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> no, I feel like, this partnership to the TikTok slowly crumbling. Yeah, it was the best movie I've ever seen ever. Yeah. A plus. No, no, it was it was. Now we can move on. It was it was hard to watch, but it was riveting at the same time. Yeah, and what they did, I guess, one of the things they did real well was that I know some veterans that were over there, both in Afghanistan and Iraq. And um, uh, the way they portrayed the uh, soldiers and some of the things that come up. It um, absolutely suspended disbelief, you know. So, um, and the things, I mean, we think of, and I think of anyways, when I think of soldiers, I think of guys in the straight and narrow, like, you know, in World War II or or um, even uh, Vietnam, you know. Yeah. And I've heard from, like I said, some friends and people that are, are vets that were over there that uh, guys, unfortunately, that did get killed or got seriously wounded were mainly because they didn't follow what they should have been following. Their their focus was in other places, doing other things, thinking of other things, bullshitting, and you could see that they did. They really showed that really well. It was it was good. It was really really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me. To be honest with you, the what platoon was to Vietnam 
the movie that I saw, Platoon, it kind of reminded me of. You're going to have to explain Platoon as well because Nick has never seen that. So. It's true. Oh, yeah. Well, we, maybe I won't explain it. <laughs> we'll see if I draw next week. Yeah, we exactly. got assignments cut up very soon. Uh, but before that. Exactly. He is the perfect target for good movies. <laughs> before that, uh, I had to watch Blackish from Todd. But specifically. Uh, I watched. Specifically. Specifically. Say that again, Todd. Specifically. So specifically. Specifically asked you to watch that. So I watched four episodes of Blackish. I watched. First, first I watched, and this is the order, Todd. I watched uh, Advance uh, to Go Collect $200. The Black Monopoly. Black Monopoly episode. And And, and I propose that Nick walked away. That's uh, fine. It's fine. Uh, and then I watched some random episode. I can't remember the name of it. But then I watched the third one. I watched was Purple Rain, and the fourth one I there watched was the Ooh. Hope episode. Yep. So I think I got everything that you assigned to me because I think I got one. Yeah, just yeah, I left random. one. I left one for you just to pick. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was the second one I watched. So, um, I I honestly can't remember what the second one was. Um. But as I watched the first three, so the Black Monopoly episode, the random one, and Purple Rain, I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't, I, this just is not doing it for me. I'm not laughing. Uh, there's not much here that I find funny. There are a few funny moments in every episode where I did chuckle a couple of times, but other than that, I'm like, I, I did, it didn't tickle my funny bone the way that I thought that it might and i'd never watched a show before um and i and i (laughs) so Lori happened to be over the night after i watched uh the purple rain episode so i'm three out of four in and i go hey and i explained to her what i'm doing and what i gotta sign and i go and i'm like have you ever watched a show and she's like no i've never watched a show i go i i don't know why i'm but i'm not finding this funny and i go is it because i'm white and she's like, I, I don't know. I've never seen it. I'm like, I'm afraid I'm not getting the show because I'm a white guy. And this is just not, it's not my sense of humor, I guess. Then I got to, so then the next night I watched the last episode, the Hope episode. And the Hope episode is essentially uh, the whole cast of Blackish is dealing with a, um, you know, potentially racially motivated um, police action in their neighborhood. And they're, tr- they call they're, the cops. Do they? Yeah, they call the cops, and uh, they're trying to determine whether or not you know some of them want to go down there and join in the protest, and others are, you know, qu- quite honestly and legitimately afraid for their family members. Like, stay away from that. You don't need to be down there in the middle of that. I, I, you know, we're 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 not white people, and I don't want something bad to happen to you. And so it's a commentary on. racial tensions in America today. And while I was watching the episode, it occurred to me that all of the episodes that you assigned to me, except for the random one, were recaps of conversations that you and I have had over the past two years, which focused on Black Monopoly, which your explanation of it I found hilarious. You've mentioned on the show a couple of times. We we've talked about we've talked we've talked at length about um, 
not only prints, but also, you know, music, good and bad. And we've also talked about race relations, given George Floyd and a lot of other things that have happened. And you and I have been on the phone for a long, long time, like hours on end, just having conversations about this. And it wasn't until the last episode that it dawned on me that maybe you assigned this to me with these particular episodes for a reason. And, and I, so I had to go back then and watch those episodes again because I felt like I had not looked at them in the same light. And I really got a lot more out of them the second time. So I, so I, I, I don't know if I can, I can, I can recommend the show to anybody who wants to watch it as being, you know, well worth your time. They got to be black though. If you recommend it, I, I think that, uh, I, I think that it's a, I was really touched and moved by watching the show because it represented a part of my friendship with Todd that was based on true conversations that we'd already had um, that illustrated the point a little bit better, maybe shed a little more light on it. It made me, made, made those memories and, and uh, experiences with Todd richer in that way. So for myself, uh, solid A+. What? That's what I got, Todd. A plus. You didn't like it. I I did like it. I went back and watched all of them again. So you didn't like it. And so, again, to to the the point, one of the things that I think, why I signed Blackish in the first place was because I think Bob, of any of of the people on this podcast who know me the longest and knows me, uh, all the crazy things I did. But even if you know me really well, you can't know my lived experience. Even if you know, if you've been with me a ton of times, I mean, ultimately, the world that I live in is slightly different than the one that a lot of people live in. And, and I've had a lot of conversations in the last few years where people didn't realize that there's a, an alter, alternate life that people that they assume are just like them. Again, I'm a Seinfeld guy. We have all of us together have many, many shared interests, but my lived experience in this country is very different than everybody else's. And blackish is pretty fun to me because again, I think they take a lot of things over the top. I don't, I give this, the series itself overall, it's, it's not on my, must watch list. Uh, I've never watched it every week. Person, it makes me laugh because I remember growing up, uh, and, and and it's weird. I, it, it's it's a weird thing for me in particular in that I didn't grow up in a family with any means. I grew up in a very very a poor family, but I had some really good uh, things break my way, and I landed up as a person who's gainfully employed now as an adult, and so I live a little bit on all sides of the fence of that show. And so when I watch episodes, uh, what I think is pretty funny, there's a couple of them that really move me. Uh, I can see that, but it's like until people that I know, again, and necessarily white people, I don't think it's, I think black is just for black people. I think a, a lot of white people must not get it. But if you know somebody who's black, what, if you watched it, you'd see some of the kind of weird. It's like, again, there's probably like three episodes, uh, Nick, when you were talking about one of your old bosses, you were like, you're going up north for the weekend. <laughs> What's right. And he's like, I'll tell you one thing, there's no black folks up there. Yeah, next time you're up north, look <laughs> around, you're going to see a black I'm like, man. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, there's like 87 episodes of black that like deal with like, oh, we're going up to the Hamptons. We're going up north. Up north is the Hamptons of Michigan. And it's like, <laughs> I were like, I'm going to freaking work. <laughs> 
So anyway, just I, I, I'm glad that you uh, that actually, Bob, I think I couldn't have asked for a better experience. I mean, ultimately, like I said, I, I, it's not one of my A plus must see sitcom shows, but I think it's funny because there are so many things that I can. I think every episode I ever watch, I'm like, I can point to something in my past that's 100 percent either happened to me, I've been a part of it, or uh, I've seen it happen to someone that I know. Uh, and most people wouldn't even believe it if if if, if you had told them. And then Black Monopoly, though, in, in my version is I think we're even harder core than uh, they depict. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I alienated my niece this past episode. I, I'm still sending her <laughs> presents because I've written. So I'm like, you, I will go. I will. I, I sold a property with the the edict. That I will sell you this property if you promise me that you will never ever sell anything to your daughter ever <laughs> I, I had that conversation with my freaking brother-in-law <laughs> yeah that's the that that was the first episode that i watched and having heard the, the black monopoly story i was watching the this is a great example because i was watching the whole all the episodes with the context of is this a good show like a, just in general and i had taken the personal you know, relationship and connection out of it. And I had to, I literally made it to the last one before it struck me that th- this was, there's a much more personal reason why he assigned this to me. So I'm like, I went back and watched all of them again. And uh, the only thing I thought about the Black Monopoly episode was that there was a lot, there was a lot of yelling going on and that never would have happened in my house. Like you would have been through the, the game would have been over within the first minute if you had been shouting the way those people were shouting. So what, what would we, we, we shout, we shout and my, my Mary yeah. Quinton has never vowed never to play Monopoly with us ever again. So what, what would your, what would your grade be had you not had a personal relationship with us? Just for the show? Mm-hmm. Um, probably would have been a B minus. Probably would have been a B minus. Because I just well, didn't say, have, actually, I wouldn't have had thing, any context for it. Deion Cole, yeah. this, this, but, and by the way, the one thing I will say, I, I agree, I would, I would, I think minus is fair. It's probably where I'd put it. Uh, honestly, though, Deion Cole is the best talent on that show, quite honestly. And if you want to watch his stuff, and that is funny. I think he's way better than Andy Anderson. And he's the, the leads on that show are really good. Yeah. But Deion Cole is amazing. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And uh, Nick's pointing at me. Before we do new assignments, we got a shot sitting here. So, Todd, you got, you got some more brown I got sugar one ready. All right. I ain't got to go out I to do. the barn to get my whiskey. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> whiskey. Krabby, are you back with us? Yes, sir. Here we go. All right. Salud. Nastarovia. Shazay. Nastarovia. Sweet. All right. Machu Picchu. All right, the new assignments for next week. Uh, I have drawn Todd. Nick has me. Corey has Krabby. Todd has Nick, and Krabby has Corey. Oh yeah! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna always have to start out so I know if I have to have more time to look for another movie. Um, Bob, have you, have you ever seen a Level Sixteen on Netflix? Uh, Level Sixteen. No, never have. Well, I mean, have you seen like a Sweet Sixteen? Like, I've seen a lot of movies with sixteen in it. Okay, level sixteen. Got it. All right. All right. Painless. Oh, and I got to think one for Todd. Hold on. So you guys continue it all. Well, you got to think of one for Todd, and you got to think of wait. 
Just yeah. just time. <laughs> Corey lived you up You got me his. out of the way. All right. Just time. That's fine. Uh, okay. Corey, you got Krabby. Krabby, you have the way down on HBO Max. The way down? The way down. W-A-Y. <laughs> Good point. Thank you. Well said. The way down. Uh, Todd, you got Nick. I have so, and I'm like all over the place. Uh, Mick, have you seen? No, Todd, Todd, hang on. Let's back that up real quick. Don't ever start your pick for Nick. Have you seen? With have you seen? It's yeah, the answer is always no. Yeah. So, sorry, continue. So, what do you got, Todd? I see Nick reaching for something. What do you got? I have Matt Bonner. Have you seen it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't, Todd. What was that, Todd? Men of, men of Honor? Metal. Men of Honor. Men oh, of men. Honor. I haven't seen it either. <laughs> Go figure. Got it. Yeah. All right. Krabby, you got Corey. No, I'm trying to. If you're looking, I can go first. Mine. Because I think it's just, just you and me left. Yep, go ahead. All right, I got Todd. Todd. Yes, sir. Um, <coughs> tell me you haven't seen Peaky Blinders yet. I haven't. You got it. I gave you that know, to there's you. A good chance I'll watch something different. I gave like that to Pete. you. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. It's the most non-blackish ever. Tom. I told Just you a million you know. times to watch it. I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> that doesn't mean you gave it to me. Oh, hey, but Dylan's Irish. I, I've oh, had that shit on my though. Netflix queue for four years. So yeah, you got Peaky Blinders, Todd, and Krabby. That leaves you, sir. All right, Corey. Have you seen The Outpost? Yes. Okay, uh, have you seen Charlie Wilson's War? No. Oh, there it is. Charlie Wilson's War. It's, and it's uh, I think it's free on Amazon Prime. Got you it. You got it. Todd, have you seen that? I have. You have, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mr. Dillon. Hmm. Yes, sir. I'm trying to think. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. There, there's just a, a, a couple that I can think of. Um, did, I, did I give Todd the platform? I know I gave Corey it. No. No. All right. I know Corey. Corey. <laughs> I watched it. Is that what you're can doing? We ask Bob, how, can I ask why you asked Bob? Because Bob's I'm the only one with the computer I'm looking up. at yeah. OneNote right now, and He's no one else at, fucking looks at OneNote, oh. so... Well, we don't confirm. need four computers. Yeah, but you could ask, you said, Todd, if I give you the platform. But clearly, you don't know. You didn't understand the assignment several times. So <laughs> this is why I'm asking the man that has it up in front of him right now. All right. Well, so- not for nothing. <laughs> murder amongst Mormon. When I, I did ask a clarifying question, is there an explosion? The whole thing is an That's the whole linchpin of the show. Todd, Todd how many? I think I think there's probably a movie at least once a month that all of us watch that there's an explosion. I just watched uh, the John Wayne movie where there was an explosion. I mean, there's exactly. always an explosion. And when I asked, not a lot of explosions. When in the John I asked, movie. is there an explosion? You said, nah, there's no explosion. But there are explosions in a lot of movies. <laughs> that is, that's true. Well, true well, statement. well, that's crabby. well true stated. statement. Yeah, true statement. Pretty fair. Well done. Crabby logic. <laughs> My mom never uses the word James except for when she calls me James Donovan. Dave, David. <laughs> Pappas. James David. Get him, Crabby. Get him. Get but him. she never says James. 
She always feels like every time she attacked me. You just made fun of me because I gave the outpost an A plus. Take that partnership. You're lucky I waited this long to attack. For the love of God. He's just mad that he's got to watch a third movie because he doesn't understand the assignments. <laughs> All right. I think I think we've got probably 25 minutes left at least. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's do a little lightning round. Right. And then we'll close out with pick of the week, okay? Sounds good. All right. Uh, so f- this the first question to the group. And again, these should generally be yes or no answers with, with a few exceptions. But uh, any conversation that arises from that, totally fine. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Excuse me. <clears throat> What's your Go. favorite carnival food? Funnel cake. Ooh. <laughs> right out of the gate. Elephant ear. Yeah? I don't go to carnivals, but <laughs> I don't go to carnivals. Uh, soft pretzel would have to be. Hey, hey, can we back this up a little bit? Yeah, because I, I know they're different, but I feel like an elephant ear and a and a funnel cake are kind of on like the exact same <laughs> level. <laughs> not not in a bad way. Not in a bad way by any means. Are they not? Kind of cool. I obviously don't think so. I would have said it. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because because like if if I go, if I go to a carnival or find myself at a carnival, uh, aren't both of those things just churros by a different name? That's what I'm saying. It's 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 close enough. <laughs> that, like if, if they if they it don't doesn't have, matter if they yeah if they don't have funnel cakes, then I'll get an elephant ear. If they don't have elephant ears, I'm gonna get a funnel cake. I've right? seen or them both churro. on the menu. Before. I would like some. I would like some. or churro. No, because and that's the crazy part is these carnies will only. Serve one of the two. They don't usually do both. Yeah, I've seen both. Have well, you found a damn good carnival, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gibraltar Trade Center every year back in the day. Hey, Bob, when are you going to go through the records here? What's that? These two, this these two are deadlocked on elephant elephant ears and final <laughs> elephant so ears. What do you want me to do? You want me to jump in? And I'm ready for you to get to me. These guys are both just the fact they're saying deserve. Throw a fucking peanut. Get these guys off. Todd, course. you just fucking I- jump in whenever you want, buddy. I'm ready. Horn dog. A horn dog. Oh, corn dog, baby. <laughs> you shouldn't do that at a carnival time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give a good answer, Todd, but I'm going to say, uh, similar to Nick, I don't eat food at carnivals. You, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> no, fuck that. Car- carnies make that food. That's right. Bullshit. <laughs> Smell like cats. Circus folk. Small hands. That's right. Uh, <laughs> iPhone or Android? The listeners want to know. iPhone, obviously. iPhone. iPhone. <laughs> I Android. Todd? Todd, iPhone or Android? I don't understand the question. iPhone or Android? Todd's still on a BlackBerry. Go ahead and move on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, uh, astrology, real or bunk? Mm. True. In, in, in what sense? Like it directly correlates to your life and how your life is already... I'm just reading the question. You can interpret it however you want. Astrology, it's true. real or bunk? True. Scientifically, true. It's uh, two votes for true. As a something that involves your personal life, definitely bunk. Bunk. No, hold on, hold. On. Uh, thank you, Krabby. <laughs> hold on. It's real or bunk. It's a either or answer. He it's already gave a, his answer. I thought he gave he, he, he gave, he gave two waffle. answers. He said real and bunk. 
You can't do both. It's one or the other. Uh, he said I, scientifically true. Therefore, he's answered. Did, did you hear what he said after that? I will say that I've was been, crazy talk. Then, then, He's sitting next to Krabby, and why I'm letting him? Then, I'm then, letting him slide. Then I, I'm going to. My go. mom never says James, except for when she says James David Pappas. <laughs> no, I never said accept. <laughs> uh, you you have right. accept. Corey, you got to pick one. <laughs> bunk. All right. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say bunk as well. Nick. It's really difficult for me not to give an explanation. No, you no no one said you couldn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I feel like I thought it was yes or no question. I point of like a lightning round gener- was. I know. Generally, I, I feel like that there are a lot of similarities scientifically. I don't clearly. I think we're in control of our own destiny. But um, as far as I'm concerned, I think fancifully, I like to think it's real. I, I don't know whether that's, that's my real. answer. Real, real. Okay. There we go. There you go. Now do Corey and go, except for when it's bunk. <laughs> he didn't even know himself. I, I thought Corey would have been a hard no on that. All right. I mean, there, there's some things that I, I can get along with. There are, I mean, you can, I, I don't know about you personally, but I know, like, there are so many things within a certain sign where you're like, oh, if this person... Oh fuck yeah, they're gonna be an asshole. <laughs> like you, there yeah, are a lot. Like of, I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's certain things that I can get along with. Next question. So that's a true. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not changing. We we got we've we've made him make a choice. Next question. How did you get your real your first real job? Ooh. Uh, whoever whoever <laughs> wants to go, I'll go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um. I, I went out and got it. I was actually 14 when I started working in the workforce, and I worked at A&W. No, no, real job, like an adult job. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't see, I, I'm sorry. Actually, I didn't I, see any clauses I, I, in no, this. I, I didn't give any clauses, but I realized now I, I need to do that. First real job, first, I don't, like, adult job. I don't I don't know. what was Post-college. What is an adult? Okay. Po, po, post-college or high school graduation. Uh... What you would consider to be your first adult job. Like, oh, I've had I've had lousy jobs when I was a teenager, but now this is my first real adult job. How did you get your first real adult job? I don't know. I think um, uh, a solid answer is going to be, because I can't pin my finger on which is the adult job and which is not. Well, the one that you thought was. It, well, it's, but, it's up to you completely. But what I'm saying is, is that it's always networking. That's my answer, networking. Okay, what was your first... What was that job? That's not the question. So you think it would make better podcast content if, if oh, we didn't, well, if we didn't pursue that anymore? We kind of sway in the there and, we sway in the wind a little bit. No, how did you get your first real job? It, it implies in all one you, hand all that you'd like to add to that. In one hand, we have yeah. That's not the question. The question was this. Well, I, on the you, other I, hand, we You have, asked a great question, and I clarified it, and then you gave an answer, and I'm like, is that that's all the you answer. want to say? Yes. All right, moving on. Krabby. <laughs> I missed it. What was it? Doesn't matter. Krabby. <laughs> uh, community corrections in Kalamazoo. I was uh, in an internship, and I moved into a full-time position. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Community corrections. Yeah, so like a halfway house for probationers. Not parolees, but for probationers. Okay. How did you get lined up with that? 
uh, I blew my knee out, realized I wasn't going to the NFL, and yeah. my degree was in criminal justice and sociology, and I said, uh, i got to find something. <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. Yep. Todd, first your first real job. The K. Blue Lot Special, baby. The K, the K- Kmart? My, my, first, my first, so uh, do you remember the, the hurricane that just decimated uh, Florida back in early uh, 90s ivan i think so yeah ivan yep okay yep i remember it so i had interviewed so gra- upon graduating from college i'd done a ton of interviews and i interviewed with a company that a couple people might know the name of called bacardi rum uh i thought the interview went really really well and i thought i'd landed this job uh but after the interview never heard from him again because ivan hit uh, and so my first real adult job, which I count my first job after graduating from college was at, at Kmart. I entered, I entered Kmart's uh, management program. And I actually, and it's funny, out of every Kmart in the United States, because that's what you, when you, when you get the job, like, we have the right to send you anywhere. I actually got the job at Kmart in the town where I went to college. So my first real job was the Alma, Michigan Kmart as a management trainee. Uh, and I was there for about six months uh, during the time that uh, Florida rebuilt Ivan. And I got the call from Bacardi saying, hey, you, we, we interviewed you eight months ago. Uh, we'd like to hire you. And so my second job was uh, Bacardi Rum. But first was came on. Nice. Corey. Uh, first real job was working loss prevention at Target. Uh, Target. Just went in and applied. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, upon whose recommendation? How'd you find out about the position? Uh, we'd gone there for years and years. Uh, I'd taken trips there with my family. Knew they retail stores had a loss prevention. That was the closest retail to store to the house. Yeah. And so I figured that's where I was going to start. All right. Uh, first real job was uh, national tech team teaching Ford Motor Company uh clients about computer software and i had no idea about computers at all and a friend of mine had had said hey i read this article about this dentist from southfield who opened this company in dearborn and they're right on michigan avenue and they're doing this thing and they're hiring instructors and i'm like i don't know anything about computers and he's like ah you could do this so i called and they're like yeah yeah come in and did first interview with them and they're like, okay, but you've, you have a, a teaching background. So between co- computers and teaching, you don't need to have both. We can teach you the rest. If you know how to teach, then we can teach you the computer. So let's schedule another interview and you come back and, and teach us something. So I had to come back in and do a whiteboard presentation on anything I wanted. And I did how a bill becomes a law from schoolhouse rock. Outstanding. <laughs> and I got the job. And it was it was 1994, and they hired me at twenty three thousand five hundred dollars a year, and I was like, "I'm fucking rich, bitch. I'm rich, baby." Hey, rich I immediately bitch. started making plans to move out of my parents' house <laughs> and get an apartment with my buddy. Back in the day when you could teach people about computers without knowing a thing about computers. Yes. Yeah. The good old days. Yeah. Hurricane Andrew. Andrew. Hurricane. Oh, that was, oh, was that's Andrew, what it was? Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and with that, 
Thank you, everybody. Let's let's go into pick of the week to close it out. So, Jimmy Pappas, I know you have a pick, and yeah. I know it's going to be fantastic. I'm just going to put. <laughs> I'm just going to load the entire podcast's uh, <laughs> weight on your shoulders. That's a lot of pressure. And dish it off to you first. I don't know if it's this, if it's that. You could you can pass. <laughs> no. It's totally fine. No, I got it. I just don't know if it's that great, but um, uh, I'm going to say the. Uh, Pre-made pizzas at Aldi, and all of them. I've, I've tried the gluten-free one. I've tried the regular ones, and they're fresh. They're not frozen, and they're six bucks. And it's probably the best store-bought pizza I've ever had. So you're 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 not buying frozen pizza. You're not going there, bringing it home, and then making it yourself. You're buying it made in a pizza box and, and you're home and immediately eating it. No, you're. It's not frozen. But not cooked. It's so like, you're bringing it, home, bringing it home. Oh, okay. It's not cooked. Excuse yeah. Me. So it's like a, it's like a DIV pizza. Yeah, take and bake. Yeah, yeah. Do you want Italian bake? Yeah, yeah. Take and bake, Todd. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. You got it. Take okay. and bake. And uh, there's like six bucks, like I said, uh, for a good full fourteen or sixteen inch pizza. And uh, yeah, they're excellent. Very, very good. And um, I tried from Aldi. You said. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to say like five of them, including the gluten free, and uh, yeah. So I, I shared something uh, earlier this week from Aldi, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've never, never stepped foot in an Aldi. I've had uh, um, Instacart deliver Aldi a couple times, and I thought there were some pretty, pretty cool things that they had. And uh, I saw an article that showed um, if you've never been to Aldi, or if you have and haven't noticed these things. These are specific to Aldi that you need to buy. And almost everything on the list, there are like 25 different things. And I'm like, yes, yes, every one of those, yes, every single one of those. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And uh, one that I can just bring up right now is uh, street corn dip and street corn tortilla chips. Mm. And I'm like, I'm already salivating just just hearing about that, you know. So, yeah. but we'll talk about it after the show. But it it, it does sound amazing, and yeah. I'm gonna have to start going there. And they actually just opened up an Aldi down the street from us. So okay, it's enough. Corey. Choice. We we know we like the Aldis. <laughs> oh my god! It. Okay. <laughs> All right, Todd. What do you got? Who? Todd Dylan. Todd Vincent. Oh, me. Osborne Dylan. Yeah, and thank you for not attacking me on my Aldi pick. I appreciate it, Tom. <laughs> you know I love you. So my pick, and I'm going back to my uh, camping and outdoorsy stuff, but my pick is lightning nuggets. Uh, <laughs> they are. What? <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. Sorry. Todd, we're patiently waiting to hear about lightning nuggets. I, I was, well, I heard all the, the, the giggling. There was no giggling here. Yeah, yeah the, was, the room was, was split. Yeah, there, there was giggling on one side yeah, and then oh and then anticipation on the other Lightning side. Lightning fucking nuggets. Corey and I leaned more into the microphone as if the microphone we could hear. Go me. on. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay. It, exactly. Pick of the week. I thought it was pick of the week. It, it is. is. We highlight things that we say that people should buy. If you have a fireplace, fire pit, wood-burning stove, or anything else where you love to light fires, I recommend getting Lightning Nuggets. They're fabulous little things. I don't even know what they're made of, but of all the things that I've used to start fires, uh, it's the only the only product that I've ever used where I only use one nugget. I light it. I light it with a uh, 
with a, uh, an extended lighter, like one of those little, uh, Zippo uh, a flame. lighter. Okay. Uh, yep. A little flame. And I only need one. I've the, what's it? Uh, Duraflame makes those little, uh, fire starter things in a little paper bag and you light bag and it's supposed to start your fire. Many times I have to use two or three of those, but these lighting nuggets, you can find them on Amazon. Uh, work fab. So you get a box of a hundred for like 22 bucks and guarantee every I've, I've started hundreds of fires for in my yard or in my home, in my burning stove. And I only need one, uh, great, great tool. Uh, if you're ever starting a fire anywhere, I recommend these lightning nuggets. Todd, are they good for the barbecue as well or no? Are they good for what? Barbecue as well. Like as far as like, if you were barbecuing with, no, I would, I would, no, no, I wouldn't use these to start a fire okay. that I was going to cook over. Okay. But if you're going to, what, what, if you're going to go camping and again, you know how hard it can be to find kindling to start a fire. Yeah, if you're yeah, going yeah. camping, or you. yeah. These things are one puck and it will start your fire for you. Gary, unless you water it down, pee on it. So if, if you want to burn the place down because they've been rats eating the, the, Oh, very good. Yeah. Highly yes. recommend. Yes. Lightning nuggets. Yes. Todd slowly but surely going back every day and placing a lightning nugget <laughs> right, right around that, that right. Kroger. Right. Well, ex- well like I said, I, you know, I've already given my re- my pick of the week. If I've used Solo Stove. But, again, sometimes sometimes I can't find kindling. I've got really, really big logs I want to use for my fire. Uh, again, I stack them up, make sure there's plenty of air circulation available. No matter how big logs, whatever you're trying to set to light, these things work great. And from a cost per unit and not having to use multiple of them to start a fire, uh, they're fabulous. Cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Awesome. That is awesome. They really shouldn't call them lightning nuggets, though, because I think Krabby and I got a little too excited when you said nugget. So It sounded like something they could eat. (laughs) Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be an edible product. Is this made of fish? (laughs) <laughs> I was I was hoping that was the route it was going to go, but it did not. Yeah, I'm going to cook my popcorn lobster with it, <laughs> Corey. You one, bite your fucking tongue, sir, Corey. One day it we'll, was amazing. One day what we'll do is we'll do some uh, under the supervision of Mike. We'll do some fresh hand cut cod and uh, hand dipped, and we'll do some fish nuggets for you the way they should I would, be. I would nice. like that the way they should be. Yeah. yeah, if you could call me that night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. That yes, would be sir. great. Okay. <laughs> you got it. So that is that different than than foot dipped? God. Then what? Foot, foot dipped? dipped? What? Yes. He's playing I mean, off the hand. Yeah. Todd's in a rare mood tonight. All right. <laughs> Nick, yes. what do you got? So for this week, um, I have... Uh, from Amazon, as I am a fan, um, I, I got to be in my bonnet about I've always grown up with a fish tank, um, and I know winter is always the time that you want to do something like that. And I, I just had I had to pull the trigger on it. It's something I didn't want fish that I had to take care of. So as you can imagine, getting a fish tank and not wanting fish, there's a struggle. Um, but I like the idea of water and having water around me. I, I like plants, as you guys know. So I bought um, a three-gallon. It's by Marineland on Amazon. Um, it's got contoured glass. It's in a cube. It's all inclusive. The entire thing is all one unit. Um, it comes with the LED lights, the filter, everything built into one cube. Um, beveled corners, and uh, it's only a three-gallon tank. 
and I wanted to do, they have these like really cool mini freshwater shrimp that come in like the brightest of reds and blues and sapphire and tiger striped and all that stuff. And I thought nothing would be cooler than actually growing live plants in a small venue and having uh, like a little shrimp colony that when people come over, they can kind of like look at something cool to, to look at and they would breed and do all that good stuff. So this is the first step. I got it. It's actually set up upstairs. I have nothing in it yet. Um, but so far, I think it looks fantastic. Uh, the lights on it are super cool. There's also an option for a moonlight where it turns all the lights to... To salt water, right? Nope. It's all fresh. Um, I've done salt water before. That's why I was talking about the freshwater shrimp. <laughs> they die pretty quickly in the salt water. You're good. No, I thought... I didn't hear this. I didn't hear the freshwater shrimp. Uh, yeah, shrimp, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I was trying to angle it towards freshwater. Um, but yeah, so that's what I got. I haven't put anything in it yet, but uh, so far, three thousand five star reviews on Amazon. It looks pretty cool. It's got a moonlight, and uh, that's it. Always with snails. the reviews. Get some yeah. snails. <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. It's less cleaning. So, Corey, we haven't hit you yet, right? No, but uh, how but, many th- how many five star reviews does your pick have? <laughs> fucking no because i don't look at Corey. by the way if when if and when i get my shrimp there are shrimp to be looked at not to be eaten we'll see about that so yeah. stay but, away yeah. that's we, one boiling pot away from <laughs> changing that answer they're so tiny <laughs> eight minutes that can change <laughs> would the clam survive in there if yeah, ever... there's actually you buy you can buy baby freshwater clams you can throw in there i'm saying the ones that we found though or would oh, those are long big? dead well, I know that now, but but yeah, they would, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. We'll have to find some. From my experience, on. clams cannot survive without oyster. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad someone said it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, Thank I'll you. take that as true. I will take that as true. Think about it. The gospel according to Krabby. Think about it. <laughs> Should we? Can we do a gospel according to Krabby section every time he's here? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Never pour sulfuric acid on your genitals. <laughs> James Krabby Pappas. That's her. Pick of the week for me. Yep. Uh, Apple MagSafe battery pack. Uh, if you have an iPhone 12 or above, they sell battery packs now. You can just attach right to the back, wirelessly charge them while you can still put your phone in your pocket, uh, take it with right. you on the go. Don't have to worry about hooking it up somewhere and leaving it. Uh, gives you a two full charges. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, plugs right into the lightning cable, and then you always have an extra battery pack right in your pocket, attached right, right to the back of your phone. Price? $99. So for, <laughs> nice. for people that aren't aware, uh, Corey and I were going back and forth in regards to, because he just got this last week, and we were going back and forth in regards to if it would only work on Apple products. It's not true does work on Android products that have um, the yeah, wireless it, it, charging capabilities. However, it does not stick to the back like it does to the iPhone. Yeah, it, it'll it'll charge any anything that has a wireless charging capability. Uh, you can lay it on there and use it as a, a battery pack for that. Um, but, yes, it, it, for the iPhone, it, it sticks right to the back and acts like part of the phone while it's on there. Um, so, yeah, you, you get dual use out of it if you, uh, if you really wanted to. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Okay. I'll go. That's fine. Uh, so my pick of the week is uh, Elvis Costello. I, yeah, 
Elvis Costello. Yes. Yeah. I so I'm fifty. Whatever it is, I'm in. I'm fifty two, and I I for whatever reason I missed the Elvis Costello train, and in the past ten years, have come to appreciate him at a whole new level. So if you've never listened to Elvis Costello, take a listen. He, he's been doing music now for like thirty plus years. Uh, back in seventy in the in the seventies, he did an album called My Aim Is True. He did an album called Armed Forces, and he did an album called This Year's Model. Check them out on Spotify. If you've got a Spotify subscription, shouldn't cost you anything. Give them a listen. Uh, I'm, I'm as a 52 year old guy. I'm, I'm glad I'm sort of rediscover, sort of discovering all by his own Elvis Costello. So um, check them out. And with that, that's the podcast for the week. Great, Th- great pick. Thank you, sir. For Nick and Corey and Todd and special guest James Krabby Pappas. This is Bob. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.